Gifting is hard. This isn't news. But what might be news is that you can now send beer, wine, and spirits right to your friends and family with Drizzly, the go-to app for alcohol delivery. Save time shopping, save money comparing prices across stores, and spend more time sipping with your gifties. Now that's good news. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. I'm Matty. Salty toes there, JP. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> Look at that one. <laughs> I didn't really intend it to be, but uh, I can do my, be- my best ASMR kind JP of whispering, ASMR. whispering pervert voice. Really, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> there's money in that uh, game, isn't there? That we're oh, JP, there's money to be made, mate, yeah. We were just talking in the pre-show of the podcast about everything. Before I went away, I was watching fucking... YouTubers just wandering the streets of New York, filming, you know, just filming themselves walking around. You, know, you can find, uh, you can find content. I think there'd be an audience for JPA ASMR. I, I think there would be, wouldn't it? Keep it into it now, Ben. I'll listen to it. I mean, I'm really trying not. To, I'm becoming a radio voice more and more by by doing that. And this is not generally how I sound, but no, Matty's sounding lovely as uh, as ever as well. Rocking the well, I hope so, Jay, but you know, I always ask it a million times. I, I hope you can hear me well. We're, yeah, we're all laid up, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Oh, mate. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's I went outside, said day before, to do some recycling about half an hour ago, and it is bitter. It's it's oh, going lower, boys. It's six degree now, and it, boys, it's getting down yeah. now. Like, mm. when I know when I know you've had the heat, and I'm like, that's when I know it's cold. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when you know it's like. <laughs> The amount of times I've come round to yours for like a pay per view or something, it's like fucking hell. Does Matty even have it? But like, <laughs> <laughs> I've told you the way it is. You boost it for half an hour in the morning when you get up. So when you're getting your shower and that, you're getting all sound. And then when you come home from work, you boost it for an hour, and then just shut the doors, get your dressing gowns on. Some woman put this thing on a I think it was Instagram and Facebook and that boys where she goes up to the meter or she leaves a note or by you know where you turn the dial on your heating and that. And it's a proper list of like, you know, have you got socks on? Have you got your dressing gown on? Have you got this on? <laughs> Do you pay the bills? And it's like, if you tick all these boxes, maybe then, you know what I mean? Great. Aren't you doing a thing tomorrow, like during the England game, where like, it's like, um, you, they'll pay you to not use your electricity. Does that come through in the end? I know there was like... <laughs> I haven't heard this. That's England game. This make, make watching it difficult. And I you watch around it? here. You'll like be using that gear gave you last week. You'll be in here like oh, yeah. watching the game. <laughs> I've got that key. Yeah, I've got that key. That'll be around my neck, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I am scared. We mentioned it last week while as well. Matthew was here. Uh, Feeding the cat. Any stories, Matt? Any video? Any? Uh, is that is no, that going to be a picture on a closer through the keyhole? It might be a story, but the cat, Beto, I had trouble 
trouble finding. I've seen her once. The first time mm. I went, she come down thinking it, it was probably you. Realised yeah. it was me, then just ran up the stairs. But I fed her well, Benno, and, uh, you know. Appreciate I did, it. I did uh, wave into the camera. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I waved a few times. I'll have to watch the replay. Yeah. <laughs> It's motion though, so you know it's not it's not as creepy as it sounds. It's just, you gotta have a camera, you gotta be uh, gotta secure secure in these times. You never know who's uh, mm. who's out there, who's outside. Well, I'm glad you're secure when you're away, Benno, because you're not secure when you're in there. <laughs> <laughs> Windows open and stuff though. When I've been in yours, don't I say to you, like, are you sure that door's locked? Then windows shut. <laughs> <laughs> you're safety conscious, not wrong with that. <laughs> but yeah, if they're doing that tomorrow uh, for profit rather than watching the England game, I think that's uh, that's worth it. I don't know if it uh, it came through in the end, but no, I don't find you've been watching uh, watching much of the World Cup, uh, enjoying it. I've just uh, just seen a game go 100 minutes, so you know that's the uh, typical game then in the World Cup. <laughs> typical game in this World Cup, yeah. I don't think anyone's bothering with the fancy football elements of it anymore. Remember when we did when we did oh, grapple FPL? We were a, need a break we were from going, it, boys. Oh, we might do, we might do a World Cup check in. Nah, like the nah. games are fucking shambles, and nah, I've actually been watching it for the footy. You'll be, you'll be impressed, Matthew. I've just been watching it without any FPL. Well, I don't uh, believe you, Beto. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't believe that. All I did this weekend. It's on the telly, but you're not watching it. Definitely <laughs> back it <laughs> I mean, that goes for anything, doesn't it? It's 2022. Yeah. <laughs> There's something to scroll on my phone. So, like, you can't, you can't watch the World Cup in the fast forward four, can you? <laughs> <laughs> what time speed? Mate, there are some of those games I would have wanted to. Tell Looking you at you, Poland, Mexico, and Denmark, Tunisia, one dark fucking day. Two worldies to this morning, though, wasn't he? Two afternoon. Well, that's that's annoying, isn't it? Fucking Monday while we're all in work, yeah. bastard. Yeah, I, I got to watch it in work, Ben. Out the, the peak sometimes, uh, it's the peak. They were a couple of absolute stormers, weren't they? So, yeah, Cameroon 3 all against Serbia, Ghana beating South Korea 2 1, and then 3 2, yeah. JP. Sorry, 3 2. That's yeah. right. And then, yeah, I saw Portugal winning tonight 2 0. Uh, 2 0. And I saw the Casemiro goal, which looked amazing first time round, but then that deflection kind of took the edge off it. The one that uh, Brazil beat well, did, Switzerland. Did you predict- see that Ab- Abu Kar, is it for Cameroon? This chip this morning. I have. No. Oh, I was that. after this in classic, the classic before, goal. In bed, I was planning on watching, which is how I've kind of watched a lot of this World Cup. To be honest with you, is just via highlight form for some. And then there's bits of it I was watching as I was playing in the pre-show and I was in the laundrette on Saturday. And it was a flick of doing that in the Teddy Hart documentary, more of which later. But yeah, it, it, it's a it's a wild World Cup because it kind of veers between like these crazy games. And I thought actually um, Spain, Germany was good last night. I heard Jamesy call it out as like a proper main event match. And it was. It is. Two, proper, hard, two proper main eventers turning up. Both had working boots on. You know, but they were also thinking about crowd engagement, which you don't often see with a lot of these teams as well. They were working the crowd, had them in, tons of false finishes. Obviously, at the end, he had that comeback from from Germany. It was like, dare I say it, Brett Hast-esque stuff in terms of football match structure. (laughs) (laughs) But though, JP, I think the World Cup was getting nailed as well, strictly talking about the football here. Of the first games, every team, except for about three, were just dead fearful. Like, yeah. these games now, at least there's something on the line, and they've got to go for it. It's, it's... like Uruguay tonight, though. They, were, mm. they needed something. They were poor. Yeah. Brought the substitutions on with, like, 20 to go. And then they looked, at, like, exciting. It's crazy. Mm. Just the fear or the setup is, like, it's mm. mad. 
it's been that way in the last couple of weeks. This is my problem with it. I suppose not being an England fan. Ultimately, I say that it's like you know, England do well. It's in my own vested interest. But it's the thing with these group stages. It's get through them. I mean, that's I speak it. specifically of that's all you do. And it's mm-hmm. like I never. I don't know. I always wonder. Like after the USA result and the reaction to that, I was thinking, does this happen in other countries? You know, Brazil, Switzerland. There'll be tons of Brazilians kicking off about the kind of rather like kind of the fact they didn't beat winners, but wouldn't give a shit. You you know, it's getting really? a lot moving on. A drawing against the US isn't the worst game. It was horrific. I just stopped watching it outright. I saw this. I was like, bollocks. That was one of them, by the way. I was reminded by watching many a Republic of Ireland game, particularly kind of at the, you know, pre-Stephen Kenny era where it would just be like, this is just shit. Every, everyone's got like the rather than England, everyone's got like the baby face second team, haven't they? Whether that's like Canada or Japan, that might be a wrestling tie-in with the Canada. I don't fall for them, Beno. Canada are underdogs, aren't they? They're no, like, yeah, that kind of the Croatia game yesterday was like that was like that was the best game I've seen this tournament. Like just Canada going for it, getting that goal, and then Croatia just being way better than them and battering them then for the rest, like for the rest of the best half. That first twenty. I've been having discussions though, boys. I think it's caught in like in between. You've got these like like modern setup teams like Canada and that where they're all energy, they're all action, but mm. they've got no brains and they can't finish. But then you've got like your Croatias and your all right, Belgium were terrible. Croatias are like got the brain, got the experience, but I haven't got the legs. So you're like you're mm. caught in between of like generations here of literally passing on, and it's like it's weird. It's it's Canadians no, and Americans. Anyway, feels wrong. <laughs> just... I like the big team, me like your Brazils and that. Come on, like, you did the best. You want to see the main eventers at the end, don't you? Like, yeah. That's, that's the thing. No one wants the... to see a Canada in the final. Let's be honest. I love Canada. This is like, like, like wrestling. This Matty likes his big stars. He likes his WWE. <laughs> but, like, but you want to see the big stars kind of getting together in that last last eight in particular. Last last want, eight, JP. Yeah, last eight where it's like you can pick anyone. I mean, and. You know, it'd be like when say we look at wrestling tournaments, and quite often they'll have like a big match in the first round. You're like, ah, oh, fuck off! What a waste! <laughs> Have them beat whoever. Who gives a shit? You don't need to. Right, that. And that's and like ultimately, while like the underdog stuff is kind of fun, and obviously I I reserve the right to be a hypocrite if, if Ireland qualify for a World Cup, just to to kind of uh, go into that. But I, I I more think that um yeah, there's. There's a couple of these underdogs, they're right, but they can somewhat ruin it. Like you want to see France, Brazil, Argentina. You want to see, like Germany, charge, Spain they? going through. Chris mentioned their riots there in Belgium as, as well about that, but they've been sold a lie about that golden generation bollocks. And Alderweireld Vierel still playing. Why are they yeah. still playing? Yeah, that's true. <sighs> yeah. I was looking for Fellaini in their squad. That's where they're at. Think he has retired, hasn't he? I think so, yeah. Eden Hazard looks like a completely busted flush at this point. Shame, JP. One of my favourite ever players as well, lad. What a player he was in the Prem. Like, it's just sad. But mm. I don't know. It's just, as you say, but I've, see, I've seen someone say if all goes to plan, JP, I know it, it never does. Like, the, the last eight in the World Cup should be. The big stars that like, genuinely should the way it works out. Hopefully, it works that way. Like, and we, that's what you want to see. If, yeah, you want to see main eventers, don't you? Like, yeah. you want to see a stat. If you're thinking of it, this as like a World Cup in WrestleMania kind of terms. You you want like a strong like mid card undercard as well in there. Yeah, like yeah, you know, 
You don't want to see a WrestleMania four style tournament. That's what <laughs> Hogan and Andre, I know it made sense, but they were in like got a bind in the that was the second round and all that. <laughs> see, wrestling for points, nothing wrong with it. Playing football for points. Uh, football for points, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not wrestling Wait, for no. you want to see wrestling for points, you want to get yourself some new Japan. They've got two no, tag tournaments going on on the same card, both all of which for points. So what, 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 what's it for, JP? Is it for what? Like, literally, is it the tag league? What's the other one? For the glory of winning yeah, the uh, tag, league. tag league or, uh, or, or the junior tag league? Yes, junior <laughs> tag league and heavyweight tag league. <laughs> I'll be honest, if anyone can put in here who religiously watches all that, that's off to you. But there's not many, is the meadow? There's not many people watching <laughs> not that anymore. Not the minute. Everyone's going to be watching it. It was meant to be good. <laughs> Everyone will be tuning back in for Okada or Osprey. That's the uh, <laughs> that's everyone's jumping back in point with you, Japan. I think they're getting crowds back. There you go. So there's that. Kenny and Osprey, though, Benno. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Really looking yeah. forward to that. Sorry, that's Can't what I meant be. to say. Yeah, yeah. Kenny and Osprey. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like everyone will be jump diving back in for that. Second Wrestle Kingdom day, possibly with AW. You know, that's what to look forward I think that might be Noah. You know, yeah, they, you say, these bastards like to kind of under deliver when, whenever possible, like if they can get away with it. So, a series mm-hmm. of multi mans against there. Sorry, the dogs just come in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com slash grapple if you want the other vision. Yes, <laughs> big run in this <laughs> dog straight up on the bed. That's that's where he is. He had a 10, 10k walk today. He was a bit fucking knackered. He's I'm gonna say, Dave, if he goosed. <laughs> Fucked him up, honestly. Even he was sick of the stick throwing stuff, though. Was up to yeah. him. He was not it. again. Like, He's like bollocks to this, mate. I've just walked through a fucking puddle and it's freezing. <laughs> I thought, you big furry bastard, you're fine. Yeah. What's his name, JB? Benji. Benji, Charlotte, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the Patreon, but yes. Uh, you can get a uh, you can get a uh, live uh, live pictures of uh, of JP's dog, my cat, all kinds. Matty's uh, display. What's going on behind you there, Matty? What's uh, what we got in there? We've, We've got, got a trophy. Shane yeah, That's me. Uh, me book a trophy. One when I beat all yous. <laughs> oh, uh... You remember? I'll just show you a little bit of yeah. We've got book a trophy. I'll describe so for the audio. Winner. That's me, Ben. I remember. Off my. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Oh, yeah. I didn't realise that from the big transfer with no show and oh, oh, okay. Classic. Ultimate Roman Reigns. <laughs> A proper Roman Reigns figure. There and you go. JP's favourite, Big Ian. Vampiro. <laughs> big Ian. <laughs> I didn't know they did Vampiro figures. Yeah. Where'd you get that one that, from? Bought that loose off eBay, Benno, a while back. Nice. <laughs> loose. Loose, though. No packaging, JP, with Vampiro these days. Just loose that. <laughs> You're built. We're making you into a proper podcast now, proper uh, podcast background. You know, we need yeah. to get the. Uh, oh, it's, just the, get the... it's just the spare room. Ben, there's all wedding stuff and all. See, Christmas before you were looked up, you had a picture of Roman Reigns in your living room. Like, I'm guessing that's gone. <laughs> oh, that, that went first. That went first. That went on. Was that a first you decision or a Sniff decision? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'd, I'd have. I want a big. I put up on Twitter at SummerSlam. I think it was. There's a camera shot of Roman Reigns against Cena, where it just cut and it had his name on the like the side Titantron in the crowd, and he's just posing with the belt. And I, I just said, if someone could paint me that, I'd just put it up in the middle of the living room, though, boys. I would. I, I couldn't get <laughs> what she says. I'd put it up because it's amazing. <laughs> For other place. <laughs> of course, Ben, of course. But yeah, it's gone that one, lah. Go to the book that one. Uh, 
ever seen. End of an era. Um, it, is. it is. But I was going to say on the uh, on the Patreon side before mm. we get into the uh, the main stuff. Obviously, uh, we had the uh, la- last week. Uh, you guys did the uh, the Wrestling with Shadow show, which uh, mm-hmm. we plugged last week, so people can uh, can still check that out on the feed. We got the uh, the Breton WCW mixtape coming. Um, that's a, yeah, no, that's sorry a to jump in. Viewing. Sorry if I can chill that wrestling with shadows. If you haven't listened to it, people honestly just go and listen to it. We always have a great time, we always have a laugh, you know, we're serious when we need to be. But that is one of the funniest episodes like I've ever been a part of. Honest to God, then I want to honestly, it was great. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and it got emotional at the end. Gareth's nearly in tears at the end. I'm nearly gone with him. This feels oh. like when I was a kid, like I'd go on holiday and come back and they'd all be like, oh, we had a better time when you were away, Benno. Oh, no, Benno. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's not like that, honest. <laughs> I, would, I would ask the question, I, I don't think we brought it up. Blades, the kid who's fucking crying, is his son there. He's the prick who's doing that NFT rubbish, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. turns fucking heel dramatically. First mention of crypto, I'm like, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> We just got over though, JP. We just got over how much of a face Julie Art is. We all loved it, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The kids, I don't know enough about. Like, I'd be like, "Mm, I'm a bit wary. They grew up in and around that household. You're going to come up weird. Um, Speaking of which, there's one we can mention in a minute. But uh, yeah, Art kids. That's all yeah. I ask. My other ass kids are fucking screwed. Oh, Christ, we're going to get into one of them where it goes to the, the opposite end of OJ Hart. Like, if you can imagine but, 180 degrees, polar opposite. I think given given the opposite, I don't know, I feel like grow, growing up in a household where, like, yeah, it's like you've got to be in the Hart Mansion, quote-unquote, um, with that pressure <laughs> on and stuff. Like, it's going to turn off that way, isn't it? Like, I remember, like, reading, like, early, like to the F magazine, you'd have, like... Um, I think it, it was him, Brett's son, who had like a little article there, or like uh, David Boy Smith Jr. would be, uh, be in there as like a fresh faced kid. Mm-hmm. It's like Teddy Hart's the big one, you know, that we're going to talk about today. Like he was like, like he was he was wrestling when he was like 14, wasn't he? Like that, that whole um, Matt oh, Rats yeah. thing he did with uh, with Jack Evans. Like he started like, a, no hope. There's no hope you got to go up with a family like that and uh, getting into wrestling at, at an early age. You're going to grow fucked up, aren't you? Like it's just going to happen. Like Teddy says in that documentary, you know, he spent uh, spent ten years looking for uh, for Bret Hart's approval. This might be the year he gets it. You know, it wasn't. Um, no spoilers of the, uh, the Teddy Hart. Documentary. I'd be fucking <laughs> questioning Bret Hart in a big, big way if he goes. You know what? I think Ted's Ted's all right. He's on the straight and narrow. There's <laughs> no fucking evidence of that. It's, hey boys, it seems like everyone's after Bret's approval because that's what Shawn Michaels says at the end of that yeah. rivalry. You sit down. That's all I was after. After all this Bret Hart approval, I just wanting them to like me. That's all he says at the end. Like it's wow. Oh, it's FDR still true. doing it to this day. CM Punk. Yeah. Should we just blow the fuck? Do you want to go into it? The Teddy Hart talk of it. It'll be quick, JP. It's a good like, time as well, boys. Yeah. Like, have you watched it, Matty? You haven't seen it, have you? The, no, uh, I didn't. I didn't know it was out yet, boys. I knew it was coming out. I didn't know it was yeah. out. Yeah. You can find it if you, you know, you watch wrestling somewhere. You might, uh, maybe it's on Peacock in America, <laughs> but like, I don't think it's, uh, yeah. can't imagine there's going to be a race to it for a big race. <laughs> so for it, yeah. I've I've only watched the first episode. That's enough. Like, what's the basis, not... JP? What what what's so, like they actually like meant to be mm. about? Like, so I, I mean, it's called Dangerous Breed Crime Cats and Cons. So yeah. it's it's kind of actually what it is as much as anything else is it's really about the story of almost the documentary filmmaker who tries mm. to make a reality show with various attempts with about Teddy Hart. 
because right. he finds himself in Alberta. He's trying to like kind of find up the new stories. He hears about Teddy Hart. Like he hears about the kind of like redemption arc that he wants and the rest of it. So he starts filming him. And at this point, he's just like a wacky, permanently fucking stones, um, like just smoking blunts all the time. So I don't know how much he's spending on weed, but it's ridiculous amounts. Um, mm. And he, yeah, he's he's having like that and he's got cats and he's polyamorous and the rest of it. And then it starts to really kind of go into it because it's almost like the, you would hear of this being tried to be shopped around for years. Him, somebody trying to sell a reality show based on Teddy Hart. You kind of learn the fundamental reason why. It's because Teddy Hart is vile and just a, a, a liar every step of the way. He just cannot, yeah. simply cannot tell the truth and lies about it. He's permanently you know working. <laughs> An awful person. And the story just, I mean, like, this was, this was grim. This was like grim viewing. It wasn't like kind of entertaining because then a lot, like, almost from like the half of the second episode and into the third one, it's about this disappearance of one of his ex-girlfriends, Samantha Fiddler, who he denies being his ex-girlfriend, even though you then see him recorded saying, no, I, she's my girlfriend. Yeah, we're together. So we weren't even having sex. Then you'll hear him talking about how, like, how they're being romantic together and the rest of it. And he'll deny everything. And it's all the familiar stories with all of them and, how he makes out, like, how he has this money and how he lives in his house. And he just basically leeches off everyone else. So it wasn't, like, his house. It was his... Basically, he'd found, like, a woman who ran a series of brothels in Edmonton. She had a big house at the golf course, and he basically moved in there. I mean, long story short, like, he's an absolute fucking cunt of a human. And there's no way of getting around you're past the point of him, but I'll say this to you all the weekend, so you're past the point of him being a meme. Like, it's not even funny anymore. It's like, you know, because we've all had a good little chuckle, haven't we, at Teddy Hart over the years, oh. you know, Teddy Hart with the juggling cats and, uh, and the moon sorting off of, like, cages. Shooting I was glad, views. Yeah, I was glad when that was like, in there. Drew Galloway you know, sat there behind him, along with every other indie wrestler, like, excited because it's Teddy Hart talking. Oh, that's Best Friends, isn't it? Uh, that, yeah. that one where they, where they do like that, that one on uh, on High Spots, yeah. Yeah, like, even even in the documentary, they included the footage of, like, when he does, the, well, I don't think they have full footage of it, but the uh, the scramble cage where he did, like, the triple mm. moonsault off the cage, and I always thought that was interesting. Like, that was that was the thing that caused the boys to kick him out the locker room, that he did too many moonsaults off a cage. Never mind all the rest of it. Never mind, like, his, you know, his cat abuse and his abusive Keeping People, women prisoner, yeah. nicking their passports. Yeah, all that stuff. Did too many moonsaults off cage. Um, although that was like there was that was like some that was like of legend that like I don't think I've ever actually seen the full um, full footage of that. But yeah, back in the ROH message message board days, it was like talked about in like hushed tones. Like it was like this big cage match, Matty, where it was like they did the him and Jack Evans did a lot of like spots off the top of the cage, and then Teddy just kind of he's got a screw loose, hasn't he? And he just like it was either after the match or in the closing of the match. Oh, they about this. Just start yeah. to climb up the cage and doing dives, and yeah. like presuming somebody would be down there to catch him, and all the rest of just had to like just keep getting up and catching him again. But like, every time he go for like a like a bigger like triple moon. So like that was that was the first time I think Teddy Hart kind of came on like properly mm. my radar. Like during that period, obviously he was always tied at the hip to Jack Evans, which I think I think there's some distance now with uh, with them too. So I think that's that's good for Jack. Um, I always oh. remember as well, like there was one of the um, 
the, the last one of the last times I went to New York before I went this time. Like I was in like that ROH fan circle, and like uh, the person I was supposed to stay at their their their, their place, like I couldn't stay for whatever reason, and I was going to be staying with the uh, the famous Green Lantern fan. Um, Paul Sosnowski from uh, from the first row. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're aware of his his, his, his internet legend, Matty, but like he was, uh, he ended up kicking me out because he had uh, Jack Evans and Teddy coming around to stay. And to this day, I re- uh, well, for a while, I regretted not going. Oh, could I stay too? But like, I feel like if I'd have done that, I'd end up in like Teddy Hart's like circus ring, or I'd be in this documentary. <laughs> Maybe one of his custom videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Clips of in the third episode where it's basically oh. like. Erotic chain wrestling, if it is he between he's called Teddy Trump. Off me to learn, and then I'd be like feeding his cats instead. Like that's yeah. that's where I would have uh, <laughs> ended up on the uh, the total ball. But uh, even then, like young Ben, I had the sense to be like, probably not a good setup. This I don't think yeah. I want to stay in the same house as Teddy Hart. <laughs> but, like, well, you know what, boys? I missed. Yeah, I, I missed know. Teddy Hart's like initial like you know because I wasn't into the indies and stuff then. Mm. But I missed him. I only first seen him when MLW in like 2018, was it 2017? That's 20... longest that's... run, mate. Yeah, that's when I first seen him, and I was like, yeah. never I missed like all the uh... incredibly like talent. Like it's weird because he's like he's a hawk kid. They talk about it in the documentary, but like he wrestles like you know he's he's indie mm. to the core. He's the most indie. Yeah, he's not a typical hawk. Wrestling, like these, they, they have this footage of him like doing like superstars or something like that when he gets signed yeah. by WWE, and he looks so backyard because he's out there like just trying to do flips and like you know bumping three, you're doing six rotations when he gets clotheslined and stuff like that. Like he just he was never, it never felt real. That he, if it was a work that he's a heart, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we all we all bought it. But of course, it was a work. Like he's just like he's just some indies he looks a lot like them that's always that's the the giveaway that he is a heart he talks like them jp that he as well he got the voice he does but he's so they interview his parents because his mum's georgia heart and his Mm. dad is i think he's called bj annis like that's his real name is edward teddy annis isn't it yeah yeah and so i don't know if there's like um who's your man who married natalia i can't remember his name tyson kid Tyson Kidd, what was his his name? TJ Wilson. TJ Wilson, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if that was he was on that side of the family because he always felt like he was there. Like it's interesting, even like, you know, even not that long ago, you mentioned about his MLW run. That was with Davy Boy Smith Jr. Pillman, Pillman, the Art Dynasty, yeah. As well, and the Heart Dynasty for this. I remember hearing about him because it was this thing where it was almost looking back on like who was going to be the people to take over from the hearts once Brett had had the concussion and, and Owen had died and it felt like, well, there was no one else. And so there was, there were three you'd hear about like Davy Boy Smith Jr., um, Teddy Hart and TJ Wilson. And like, mm. they were like the kind of three that you would hear. So you, you'd follow Teddy Hart. And then it was like the case of like, he became notorious. It was the ring of honor one, but also being in TNA. J- and TNA well. yeah. Oh, TNA getting a fight with Punk. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Punk yeah. <laughs> Punk hate that. You'll hate that. Yeah, because that's the story should go. Punk got annoyed at him and knocked him out. It doesn't. The story goes. Punk got annoyed at him, starts the fight and tell the heart one. That's just because he's a fucking psycho. Of course he won. You wouldn't want to fucking fight. And he goes into and basically the only WWE stuff you see the footage of the match he has on like superstars, whatever. And then it's like more or less to say they just go, he's uncoachable, which you're not wrong. Like he really isn't. Like he is all over the fucking place 
And Remember wrestling society XJP? Like he stood yeah. out on that because he was like um like he'd just come out, he was just doing fucking moonsaults off exploding things. Like he could have been a big star <laughs> out of good like, that. Also, oh, you need to, like I'm gutted yeah. you did that Patreon show on that before you came on board because you would love wrestling society X. It's fucking there's like mobster characters and there's oh, like you know, there's a piranha match and then there's like pyro and exploding things and wacky big stunts yeah. and stuff. It's like Ian it's is all but you yeah. really enjoy it, yeah. It's, you should watch the first episode of the very No, we'll do. Uh, let us know what you think. You but yeah, that. he's all over that. You like the, I mean, the thing is with these document. I mean, is it is it? It's quite slow. There's not really three episodes worth, if we're going to be honest on this. Dragging out, I am, and this is very much looking in a car. Crash. Like he was always the thing you'd hear these stories about him and the stuff he was kind of possibly involved in those kind of dark Twitter circles. And here it kind of brings really out to light. So it goes into Team Vision Dojo, chasing, uh, I think it's chasing Vance, isn't it? Is his is his name, Rance? Yeah, it, it goes into him, but also the custom selling thing that he did, which Teddy Hart did, which the woman who went missing, Samantha Fiddler. It was like, where did she do any of those? What happened there? And it kind of doesn't get to the resolution of the missing of of her being missing. It tells a story like, well, it kind of interviews her. It looks at what happened, and basically the idea was is he took up he basically like took he, there's a point where he thinks he's he's kind of got himself together after mm-hmm. he's broken up and basically been taken to court by his ex-wife and uh his and their girlfriend who turned up and he made them basically have sex and the guy kind of films them in the bathroom and stuff. And he talks about feeling really creepy about a lot of this and about kind of enabling this type of behavior because he wanted to sell a reality show. He's kind of quite upfront and blunt about it, which does make it better. But it's, it's a, it, the problem is you've got a protagonist who's deeply unlikable at the center of this. He's just like, he isn't nice. He's just vile in every way, shape and form. And he manipulates it and he steals their passports quite regularly. And with her passport, sorry, I'm going to massive spoiler alerts. He, st- he stole it, so she's stranded in Florida. Then she gets arrested because she's basically homeless because she can't earn any money and she can't get back to Canada. It, mm. She's left her three daughters for this because yeah. he said, I'm going to train you. In, in the, and basically, it just sounds like she got herself. He basically left her in Florida and it just feels like she just, at some point, would have met up some bad people because yeah. she couldn't work unless it was cash under the table. So there was a whole lot of makes you wonder, like, you know, what happens when people are in awful, desperate situations. Sounds but he completely abandoned her and never takes responsibility. And it's always yeah. like he is a victim. That's very much what he did. You have a kind of final, slightly confrontational interview on it. But, I mean, really from it, I mean, you might as well rename it Teddy Hart is Evil. Because yeah. yeah. he is awful, absolute fucking controlling piece of shit. Just... A complete and he constantly control. finds new victims, doesn't he? It's like there's yeah. always like uh, there's always another girl in another town, or there's always there's always another fan who will like sign over all his possessions to him and do all his dirty work <laughs> for him. Like there's this endless cycle. Mm. It's fucking yeah. It's, it is. It's heavy. It's as heavy as JP saying. It's like Sounds you don't rough. come out of it feeling good. Like it's no. not a it's not a feel good documentary in feel- any way. Make makes you feel dirty. Like my girlfriend watched it because I thought, let's just see how it works. It's peacocks, it's got high production values, things like that. She just went, This is just awful. It feels really seedy. And that's because it is. It's really, really seedy. 
and he is seedy, like talks about speaking out, for example, and one of his ex-girlfriends coming out and putting a big statement about how he basically pimped her out without her knowledge to some other guy. Like, and he would do things like that. And it would just be like the kind of threats of violence and the use of the heart name and how he gets off in Canada as well. It's because ultimately he comes from quite a wealthy family and he has like a name that carries some weight. So I think it's the idea that like he does get away with it because he's got that kind of better lawyer. Whereas the other women, you know, strippers, dancers, escorts. Mm. So it just feels like they're not going to be believed yeah. compared mm. to him. But like, yeah, he's, but he is a, the one of those real, like absolute cautionary tales where yeah. like he is, he's never someone who seemed like he's for all the talent that he clearly has in the ring. Like in terms of, but he, he just is not interested in working along really alongside anyone. And I'm amazed, and it's probably typical of MLW. They got the longest run of his career. Anyway, JP, I'd love to say like to, to turn it back, like in, in um, I'm like nowadays, like we got into a world where if he turns up to an indie, people t- turn him away. Like that happened yeah. Mania weekend last year, didn't it? It was like, just get out the fucking building, Teddy. Like, we just don't want you here. Like, he has, he's gone from that meme status to like, no, fuck that. Um, is he in prison at the minute? Andy says, if not, he fucking should be. I am He's just, yeah, it is. It, it, it's like, it is. It's a, it's a sign of like the times, at least, that like finally people are like, okay, it's not, it's not, oh, lol, we'll, we'll put him in the fucking, you know, Janela, you know, WrestleMania weekend yeah, show. Like, yeah. it's, it's, we're at a point now where it's like, you know what, like for all the promise he showed and all that, like, cause you know, the talent wise, like, it, you know, even go back to like the, the JAPW days, his feud with Homicide was one of my like favorite, like, indie like feuds and memories and stuff. But even then, it was kind of like, you knew there was something like off, you know, with him as a wrestler. There probably is like an alternate timeline where maybe, you know, he does have success in wrestling, but he's one of those people who like, because he's grew up in that half family and because he has just got, he's got that screw loose. He doesn't know where wrestling and real life kind of start and begin. He's just yeah. this one, you know, meme of a, of a person who just, yeah, he's just, it's an excuse for him to to yeah. be that much of a cunt. Um, I hope he is rotting in a in a prison somewhere at this point. That, after what that account isn't around, sadly. Yeah. Mm. But it's um, right. yeah, it's this isn't. It's well made. It's mm. not particularly fun to watch. I was going to say I don't want to watch it now, JP. No. <laughs> it's all proper grim. Breaks out the podcast. I know. JP reels off crimes. Like I yeah. think that's the... it is. <laughs> We're a hop, skip, and a jump, and away. I mean, it's it, unless you really need to see the him footage of him wrestling a man in Y fronts as Teddy Trouble in a customs video. Like oh, I suppose what it is that. is it's. Like, but it's really weird because he's doing these like elbow drops, and it's like he has he can't like elbow him like in the bollocks, like, mm. but he's like elbowing him right next to the groin and like kind of really straight. Like up. three moonsaults before it. <laughs> well, he doesn't. Let, let's just assume he's stoned off his tits. In fact, if anything, it's all chain wrestling seems to be the the business in those custom videos. But mm. Chase and Rance kind of is like, yeah, this is what we do. This is part of it. We do training, and then we sell custom videos, and he does it all with a big smile on his face. Like you just sort of, you know, and then it will speak to a couple of people and, you know, it's, yeah, it's not, it's just not really fun and enjoyable. But if you, like a lot of us are, like it kind of ticks that box of what is the fucking deal with him? 
and you kind of watch it and go, oh, he's a mess. And it's rather like the book American Psycho. It gives you one tiny snippet of how he might be where he is. And I don't think he even really does that in American Psycho. And it's basically because his old his brother, oh, I don't know if it's like very similar in age, died of a like kind of flesh-eating disease. Um, and they talk about it just sort of messed him up. And he interviews his parents who come across as lovely, but effectively they buy him out and they don't really want to hear that stuff. And he turns up at their house, behaving like fucking Teddy Hart. Mm-hmm. I just did want to see him go around there and try that shit on Brett. Yeah. Because like, I well, imagine Brett would have just slapped the fuck out of him. Well, Big JP, Big Stu didn't it? Wasn't a fan of his work, was he? That famous story where he was showing him his early tape, flip-flopping about. Stu just got up and left the room, couldn't watch yeah. it. <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> I love that's one of my favourite stories. After he, so, like Pat Patterson at the British Jacob, yeah. you know? He didn't like, say no. that. He didn't say a word. He just got up and left the room. <laughs> like, yeah, it's did he really... Did, his, uh... Had he never spoken to his grandfather before? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> did he not think... He <laughs> you know, Stu will be impressed by a triple moonsault off the side of a cage. That's the. I know, uh, yeah, of all people, Stu Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could we get a Stu to lighten the mood, JP? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it now. I, I'm trying to think of something. Do Stu critiquing that triple moonsault, JP? <laughs> yeah, you got enough puke. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, and if you want more where that came from <laughs> it's gone now it'll come back I need to listen back to the earlier one for it uh, well yeah we, to, if, you, if you want a more positive hard story on the Patreon we are doing Brett and WCW always uh, at yeah. least it's not that <laughs> we will get it we will get it positive somehow but we will get it there uh, feels wrong more you positive than this yeah. Christ you got paid three and a half million a year Brett in WCW so like there's only Fair a certain enough. amount of tears I'll shed for him like in so it's yeah. like you know this was rough but like yeah it's better well, than you, I, I was gonna say you put in our group chat Matt like and I felt the exact same way I've only watched two of the matches so far but like I know and it was slim pickings fa- trying to find the best Brett in WCW yeah. matches it's more like, of a big know, moment in it like a highlight yeah. in like you know yeah there's no hidden hidden gems there no. I don't think we're there there's no Chris Masters on superstars is there no yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Like, nothing is those there forward slash grapple there you go <laughs> but like like you said it is you, you're just watching it going this is wrong Brett no, it's Hart, easy to say in it now better with your hindsight his, it's just it's the visual isn't it's it it's the just gear it's the visual yeah. it's even his body shape looks weird in it's there against so like weird. different guys like it's just strange isn't it? it's just, it is. he looks dry if you know what I mean like yeah. on WWE looked all shiny and charismatic it yeah. do, it do, this dry you know dry haired shit sunglasses <laughs> not the heart you know what I mean he just yeah, but he didn't he's, want to be not quite dripping a bloke, wet. But, he didn't yeah. want to be there, did he? You know what I mean? We, we watch all, we've watched everything about it now, and it's easy to say again, but it is it's just visually, it's just, it's like he's just been plucked, and it just doesn't look right at all, and we'll go into it more, obviously. But it's no like, to chat about it. Oh, yeah. We'll find the positives. The Goldberg angle, that'll get us through. Oh, that's a hidden what people might, might forget or just think because it's in the Russo era, dismiss it. It's fucking amazing. Oh, oh, oh you're, talking talking about, about the, um... you're talking about the spear one. I'm talking about the, the desert, yeah. mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be covering that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash grapple if you want your uh, your palate cleanse with uh, with some positive slash 
somewhat negative uh, horror stories as we uh, we close out Montreal month. We are getting into uh, end of year season, so yeah, there's going to be some uh, some grapple mm. awards uh, going on on the uh, on the Patreon side. Some good uh, year end content as well. We'll have to get down to doing that uh, year in AEW as well. Uh, yeah, the, uh, coming up as uh, as well. So yeah. Plenty, uh, plenty there, and and I missed anything else we got coming up. You, you guys got that secret project I've coming got... up, but we're not allowed to uh, to say no. what that is. But, but that's very yeah. true. That's and then we've got the, the um uh, another episode of the Karen Peterson show on her return from being oh, in Japan okay. for um mm. historic uh crossover, but also Noah on there. I'm speaking to her today, so hoping that will be uh recording that next week. So mm. yeah, look forward to that and hearing. Apparently, like, and I'll just I'll be blunt about this. I know a lot of the stuff in terms of the research that they used on the commentary on that show was stuff that came from her. So, uh, you know, she is very much the doyen of uh, of of Joshi in Japanese wrestling as well. And then she went to a Noah show, went to the best, which I haven't seen because it was headlined by El Hio de Doctor Wagner Junior. Of course it was. Yeah, he's taking the piss. take the piss, but what a right! He's fucking national champion. I don't know how that happened. I was going to say them Noah stalwart there, JP. <laughs> <laughs> when you think Noah, uh, you think El Hio the doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think of that rat. What's that random British bloke who's uh, who's out there? Jack um, Morris. Jack Morris. Yeah, yeah he's around. Sl- I couldn't <laughs> tell you the wrestler boys. I couldn't tell you one. Great Mutet, is he still there? <laughs> oh, he's on his retirement tour, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's in Nakamura, isn't it? We talked about Darby. Yeah. yeah. Darby, yeah. Allen and Sting. Oh, yeah, Sting, Sting yeah. Man. I've seen that, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, yeah, but that'll uh, get covered on the uh, on the current show. Yeah, can't mm-hmm. say there. He's uh, excited for that. But, yeah, for, for this week, we've got uh, more current matters at uh, hand. Obviously, we're going to talk some uh, some AEW Dynamite uh, from this uh Last mm-hmm. week in the uh, the headlines uh, coming out of that, probably one of the uh, the better dynamites uh, in a while to talk about. We we'll catch up on the uh, the impact review that we did get a chance to talk about uh, talk about last week. Um, with that uh, got it that in the mixer as well. But yeah, I suppose uh, we got your own Matty. You are the uh, the WWE uh, correspondent. Uh, we'll drop in. Uh, we are also going to cover Survivor Series was this weekend. Small matter, mate. Uh, just a small, the, yeah, just a small I event. Know. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Survivor. You're saying this is only, only Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah, one of the original. Big four. One of the original. Well, Big four, I've got some we... memories of like the Survivor Series 1991 VHS with uh, Undertaker and Hogan on it. That We've been was doing the rounds on Twitter. I've seen that, yeah. People I've seen that on, on, yeah. Yeah. The the challenge, VHS. yeah, yeah. Yeah. First VHS I ever owned, as I told James on Friday, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's what it's that one, you know. It's the one somebody some it's probably the reason I got into wrestling. Like some some auntie or like I don't even know at this point must have bought it for me for like a birthday or for Christmas. Wouldn't have been in 1991, probably would have been in 92 at some point. Bought it for me, and it was like, well, that was the one I owned, so it was my favorite. So it was the one I watched four hundred times yeah. in a row. Watched there. Undertaker, Tombstone, Hogan on the chair, but Hogan was like, like it was also like the awakening that wrestling wasn't quite on the level because Hogan's oh, head was like at least two say, heads Benno, away from the chair. Like, that's the one Hogan said nearly broke his neck, doesn't he? Hogan says that Why? Why Absolute fucking bullshit. Unless he's breaking his neck on air. That's what he, he said. Was fucking fine. That's a seven-year-old kid, even I knew. He may take it for your bad for years thinking he didn't. Well, in fairness, his neck could have gone down because he'd have been off the steroids. <laughs> so that would have been yeah. around that point in time as well. He'd have been thinning down, wouldn't he? But Benno, well, that's where they show you the snake bite angle, don't they? At the start of that VHS, a cold open, mm-hmm. it just jumps into that before the show starts. Oh, like, yeah, look what happened yeah. last week. Yeah, I fucking love Jack that. Tony. Big, 
And Jake the, the Snake's fucking jumper in his interview, that woolly jumper and the leather kex, mate. What a combo that is. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you've got to Google That's it. Like, it's I'm... the best woolly jumper of all oh, time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a... Oh, my he's God. Got a, he has a couple of them. He's got a couple of them. Eating, yeah. cross-eating, woolly jumper, leather kex, and cowboy snakeskin boots. Well, that's going on the show, we just... Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, you could, you could wear that for like the big Christmas night out now. You know, that could be the... Uh, oh, I think I've got a woolly jumper. I've got a woolly jumper there. My sporting man over us. Could be your no, leather, no leather kex, though. Hey, that show's it's got an incredible a, jumper. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a... But no, that show's got uh, the Ric Flair as uh, the real world champion on it. It's got yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot yeah. of history. Any, any other big... <laughs> turning this into a mini five to one now. Any other big Survivor Series memories? You know, what's the... Uh, Deadly what's Game the, Tournament, the isn't it? I mean, it's not the original. It's not the original like concept of the elimination Mm. matches, but deadly game. I remember what staying up for that. One of the what a theme tune, Ben. I'm (laughs) me playing this, but it's like you know, Russo was fine. If when Shane McMahon screws Austin, I don't care what anyone says. The one, two, (laughs) fuck you is one of the best moments. No one's seen it coming. Nobody seen that coming at the time. It was so well done. The best thing I read was that um the uh you know because Bossman like I think Ian Andrew Dice Clay said this on Twitter like Bossman interferes in like four of those matches and he was supposed to interview in another one interfere in another one Austin. but he forgot. It's the Austin. <laughs> yeah. So Gerald Gerald Bisco <laughs> do some of the shittest chair shot of all time. The Bossman meant to do it. They, they call him on the flight. Austin gets pinned with a Gerald Bisco chair shot. Oh, it's, it's, but JP, it's Stone Cold getting eliminated in the semi-finals of a tournament in '98. Huge that big. Mm. That's really big, isn't it? Really big. Right, you yeah, think- it's like a, Have you got? Have you got like fond memories of Survivor Series as a concept, JP? I can't see it being your thing. Like nineteen ninety would be mine because it had yeah. the ultimate Survivor match, which I don't like. Mm. Like only, but the thing I always remember off that is because again, it's one of these like really early kind of moments in like particularly WWF history. It's the like. Uh, I always bang on about the um, Bret Hart DiBiase stuff, but I always remember Tito Santana pinning Warlord in like the first few seconds of the Ultimate Survivor match, and the crowd kind of going mental. And somehow, yeah. for a few seconds as a kid, believing Tito T- Santana was very much on the level of Hogan and Warrior. There yeah, as well. he got him out, did After that, as soon as he gets out, you go, oh, "I know where this is going." And it's those <laughs> two cunts winning again, isn't it? Like they're fucking up there with their arms in the rim, just in another yet another pissing contest. Jim and Terry, um, but it's <laughs> the old school lads there, though. JP, oh, come on, <laughs> those names. Yeah, to be joining <laughs> Steve <laughs> the Plasterer from Venice Beach. Then in that case, <laughs> <laughs> names. Fellow, you've got a classic mug in your house, JP. Don't present. I've seen your whole warrior. What, 25 quid new on eBay, then? I'm gutted that I've had fucking countless brews out of that. So it's ruined. Oh, still, still, still plug it. Oh, ben, you know what? My original uh, VHS, though, was Survivor Series 93, though. That was the one as a oh, kid, man. even like as like a nine, 10 year old, hammering that, like the foreign fanatics, the all Americans. I love that. Even as a kid, though, even watching it as a 10 year old mesmerized by like the rock and roll express is it versus the heavenly bodies and like yeah why standing it on a wwf pay-per-view i was like at the yeah. time this is like mad for the smoky mountain even as a kid was like this is dead weird this the fans aren't into it you got the, uh, hat- the yeah the hearts and against michaels and the knights i loved all that could tell you like ray well ray combs our family feud he does like the guest ring announcer and the guest commentary could tell you all the commentary verbatim off he and on that just love that VHS, just just nailed it as a kid. Like, 
I always loved um, Survivor Series 96, the wild card one, where it was like... 95, you know, uh, 95. 95, sorry. Yeah. The baby and heels are on like the, the like the all on mixed teams. I'm like, oh, sure Michael's going to do when he's uh, he's having to team up. I think it was Davy Boy or Owen was, uh, was yeah. on one of the teams. And Ahmed Johnson was coming in as the uh, the new big baby. I love that concept, Ben. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Never came back. Never. And, and I would also, like you mentioned, other Survivor Series moments, just one... Uh, we kind of went into it in the pre-show a tiny bit, but the Shields debut. Because mm, yeah. it did feel different for like just debuting three people. Was that was yeah. yeah, 2012, Ben, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. Like, which was a decade ago. The country of it. Yeah. 10 years which is, ago. Which is as close <laughs> to now as Survivor Series 2002, just throwing it out. There, <laughs> I don't just even know what, what happened to Survivor Series 2002. I have no idea. <laughs> Eliminations. That's eliminate. No, Shawn Michaels won the chamber, JP, and then of Brown Kex. The oh, and the Brown Kex. Yeah, yeah, that's there we go. <laughs> oh, I love that early Shawn comeback run. It was, uh, it was just funny. Uh, it got too much into the uh, the Jesus stuff. That, Wasn't uh, that uh, what we were going to do with uh, with our mate Robert Brocky there, Ben or Christy and Michaels there? Uh, recap was we, we didn't get mentioned. mentioned that, but yeah, we, we did. Yeah. Oh, no. I got confused thinking oh, it was Christian v Shawn Michaels, oh. but he was on about the Christian Shawn run. The that was Christian it, wasn't run, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt wrong, didn't it? The sexy boy music with the cross t shirt, yeah, it just wasn't right, was it? <laughs> but that's the thing with Survivor Series, they've tried to bring it back so many times because mm. we all remember it as like, yeah. it's one of the big four. It isn't. <laughs> it was in the video days, but I think like as yeah. time's got like you know the idea of like it was cool, wasn't it? When you got a VHS and like you know the you know the Road Warriors and Ultimate Warrior were on the back cover and on the same team. You know what I mean? Mm. It was like oh look, there's Hulk Hogan stood next to you know Brutus Beefcake or Savage or whoever he was uh, he was teaming with on that. That was the extent of the draw. It was in more innocent times, you know the tag team ones where they'd have like uh, you know Bosh. like the. the yeah, yeah, completely the ring completely uh surrounded. 10 v 10, wasn't it? Yeah, 10 v yeah, 10, 20 yeah. man tags. But the, when one, one got pinned, the whole team were eliminated, didn't yeah. he? That was great about that. Bye bye, conquistadors. One of the proudest moments of my wrestling career that, that I did a Survivor Series match for the air. The show was titled Only the Strong Survive, no copyright uh, problems there. Did there. you get pinned first, Beno? <laughs> I think I was like second or third. So, How did like, you get pinned? Right? Moral victory, mate. It is. <laughs> um, a a now cancelled wrestler did the uh, did the sent on to me and uh, I legitimately uh, bruised one of my ribs. So yeah, that was. No, but it wasn't like as someone said that we're just off like a stingy shoulder breaker or something. It was like off the problem. Me and Dylan Roberts were trying to be a tag team at that point, so we did like we stole uh, one of the Rockers eliminations where it was like the uh, the punch. I did like the punch to the gut, so I did the easy bit. Stole the and he, came, he came in yes, with the yes, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he did the athletic. We needed, but I just I was there as the uh, the second body. But uh, you're not a punk it. fan, Ben, of the athletic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one when they brought back when they uh, brought back. We had like punk. Uh, the Hardys and uh, and DX was one of the uh, the Survivor mm. Series teams. I remember trying to get get the concept going then, but obviously for for I, I think for for like the modern world, I kind of like this idea of making it the War Games show. Like it goes against what like you know Triple H has said about like having like Hell in a Cell needing you know a a, a build for it to you know not just be a pay per view that has, has to happen every year on a certain date. But I think if you're gonna do it, 
like war games is the way. And like I was saying to, to JP Matty, like obviously, like now that uh that Daddy Vince is out the way, it's like he's you know Triple H has been tugging on his pants for like 20 years going, Oh yeah, more war games. Yeah, like that that reign of terror, you know he wants you, you know wants you can see it in your head, Goldberg, Michaels, <laughs> that you can see it in your head, can't you? And he, he got told no for 20 years and now he's yeah. in charge. It's like you know, Susie goes straight away, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been through with you. The only Speaking killer of- is like, Oh, go JP. I was saying, speaking of Triple H on an aside, did you watch that thing where he compared American snacks? I watched it all. I watched it all, JP. Oh, he fucking he had a Greg's, didn't he? he had a, yeah, he's done the snack wars on Lab Bible. Yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> he said he liked the sausage and being um baby. Yeah, he did. He, said he, he yeah. said he enjoyed it. I don't know, his face said otherwise to me. I don't think he knew what he was eating. He just appears to not like anything, and it's just like oh, if it's not protein and water, he couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, if it's not healthy, no. JP, he's not having it. <laughs> But he's comparing like prime. He was describing Lucasade as orange, and I was like, "No, that's orange Lucasade. Like Lucasade <laughs> itself is just a, you know, just original. It's quite the taste of it. I quite like it. But then that's the thing that happens when you get old. You suddenly that go, myth when you were sick old. when you were a kid, weren't it? That red Lucasade would make you better. Like <laughs> just meant you drink. I was all right with Lucasade. My mum and dad fucking loved that shit. They were fucking like jet it into their veins. You know nothing. <laughs> you know well, you say it was. It was like the magic fix when I was a kid. When my dad would come in with it, my dad would come in with a bottle of Lucas AD. I'll like, that'll sort you out. Yeah. yeah. Simpler <laughs> times. Good thing you know? Simpler times, yeah. Orange Lucas AD and Red Coke, JP. They were my two, mm. when I could have them, were my two hangover cures. Oh, oh Red yeah. Coke's, yeah, the best yeah. For, uh, for the morning after uh, a <laughs> big night out. It's, it's got to be done. But yeah, I felt like the like when they done that video, they stacked like the, I think the American snacks were a lot better than the choices, but like the. Uh, yeah, the the, he's wrong about the pork scratchings, but. Look at the all sorts and all that, wouldn't they? They were well, giving some random woeful stuff. Yeah. Right there, like. Pear drops. They're yeah. like, <laughs> like, you know. To, cola to cubes. Give them cola cubes well, or something. Gareth <laughs> said this in the chat. Like, I, I would have given him some proper fizzy, fucking sour, like, oh, sweets. Yeah. Sour but then, with his heart, them. on the other hand, it would have been viewed as a fucking assass- assassination attempt. Because as Gareth he, pointed he, out he, in our group chat, those pork scratchings. Imagine if you got a taste for those. Yeah, <laughs> not with this ticker. <laughs> Yeah, he's not in a in a in a point in life. But I regret that, as Gareth did say. I, I, I regret when I was outside WHQ that I didn't take a maybe a steak bake or something like that. Maybe uh, I could have got Triple H's attention. Maybe they've uh, either gone for that <laughs> experience. Did you see that video? The Rock's been at it as well. He, he was going to like you went to in typical Rock style, and I'm Schnickers, enjoying. By the way, one. yeah. Oh, I'm enjoying the downfall nice. of the Rock. By the way, Matt, like that. Oh, you've always said about him just being a bit. He's just faking. Oh, he's we're just on to it, yeah. Person. No, he's at a like, peak, a peak mm. about four or five years ago where literally everyone in the world loved him. And I still mm. like him because he's the rock, yeah. But it's getting on the decline, though, isn't it? You can see Black Adam bombed. He's trying to stick up for that in, like, comparing it to the other uh, superhero. Mm. It's just on the decline for him, he's isn't it? He's not happy about that. No, he's not happy at all. Like, you know, it was a tactical <laughs> decision to uh, to go to DVD, you know, and to go to uh, go to streaming. Uh, it's like, no, you're mm. not happy here, do you? Yeah, he's definitely, like, he had that peak where he probably could have ran for president. With he could have. But like now, it's like I think everyone kind of—he's a walking Instagram, and he's a walking whereas, motivational Instagram post. I am paradise. Is Jim I was say, like whereas big Dave, big Dave Batista, fucking in sequel to Knives Out, isn't he? Yeah. And yep. also, I did watch his uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, with which he very much takes a lead, and it's also like. 
Dave's not doing as much of a workout because he doesn't have to do the whole thing topless. He gets to wear a like a an, like kind of a fucking oh what do you call them like a sleeveless like kind of jacket thing tank top like a tank top yeah. like a tank top yeah yeah he kind of he just kind of gets to do gets to wear that instead. But he was uh, as fun as ever. Yeah, he's in this inexplicable career path. He'll he'll be up for an Oscar at some point, and I know that seems if, support him like, all the time. I support him. Not he's in Bond, he's in like Blade Runner, he picks them little roles, yeah. he's done it properly, Batista. I mean, he's getting No, he is, he's, 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 he's picking them and choosing them well. He like, never did the on. fucking Marine films, did he? He didn't have to worry about no. that shit. No, he didn't, he went straight into, he done his stupid though, didn't he? Have you seen that one, Bello? I went to see that for cinema, that was a... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you paid money to see that? <laughs> is it that bad? Like you get friends at the job. time had like one of those Odeon cards, so it was like, ah, oh, okay, it's all right. Then. I was like, oh, right. this in that, you'll like it. I was like, okay, oh, fuck, what a mistake. I uh, see the one where he has to chaperone the girl, um, yeah. and you go to in the ice skating in Times Square, Ben. I've seen that one. Oh, right, oh, I can't remember what that's called. That's that. not that bad. It's okay He's for what it is. Shite. He's done some, yes, yeah. my spot, well, uh, or am I reminded of something else? There you go, JP. That's why you're here, mate. Thank you. Speaking of meme wrestlers, I knew Jack's career could have been different. Um, Denzel's friend. Um, but yeah, that rock video where they had he's like he goes back to like a 7-Eleven where allegedly when he only had seven bucks in his pocket, he was he'd steal his Snickers every day. So he goes to this 7-Eleven and buys all the stickers that they've got and then puts them out on display for free. And he's buying people's shopping while he's... He buys all what they've got. Some fellas, you've got a bottle of water, Addy. I'd be like, wait, Dan, I'm going to buy fucking some more of you, lad. You get out of here with a full shop, fellow. You know that. 100%. But anyway, yeah, that's that. I don't know how we ended up there. Survivor Series, yeah. This year, they do the War Games. Talk about so this is going to be two war games for a bit. Two war games. Uh, I mean, I don't like that. Like, I think James, you made the point about that. Like, you know, it's almost like, well, we've got to prove, you know, everything's equal. So there has to be a women's rumble, and there has to be a woman's like. I don't. You can do one elimination chamber and one just traditional Survivor Series match. Like, don't necessarily have to do two. Like, I don't in in general, I don't really enjoy the WWE Elimination uh, WWE War Games matches. Like, I don't feel the same. To be honest, I don't think the AW two have been great. I think they, they I think AW they start they've started well, and then both of them so far they had to escape the cage, and now they've turned it into a thing where there has to be a big bump every time. And with with the WWE ones, it's like you know they don't have the roof. They've got the platforms there for big spots. Can't bleed. The women's one was the bad example where it was like, you know, oh, yeah, there's chairs and tables and all of that. The men's one, which I think is going to be the main thing we're going to talk about here from this show, that one, it felt more ends. Like, there were weapon spots and stuff, but it came at, like, you know, a good point. It was, you know, it was Jey Uso, like, loading up the cage with, like, the weapons and stuff. Didn't feel like they were spots for spots sake, which is what I think a lot of, like, the NXT ones do. I really enjoyed the men's Rumble main events. I mean, it... It'll depend on your mileage will vary on how like into you know all the Sami Zayn stuff and and that that you are, um you know and there's like you know, Kirby said to, in our chat to Neymar like he's like at that point like where it's like you know it is it is typical to the be war games in that 
really the first 25 to 30 minutes don't really count. Once the bell rings and, I, and then it gets I, going. I can, going. I can argue against that though in a way, but I, there's, there's, I can there see were little that, character moments in there that they were building That's what I'm with saying. Sammy it, it's different, exactly. With the Sorry to just buzz in, but with the, with the, between the women's and the men, there's a story in the main events that can't, because I don't like mm. war games in general, never been a fan of them. And that's shocking for me who likes any gimmick match under the sun. I've never really liked them. But this <laughs> one, because it's Roman. I think Squadron, no? No, oh, the IWC classic. No, 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 not for me, that one. None of them, <laughs> none of them, I'll be honest. And great I love DVD. Like... The thing about that match, great DVD cover. I think that's the, uh, yeah. that's the main yeah. selling point of that one. When, it, when, that, when that was in my local video shop, and it was either a 15 or an 18. It just felt cool having that. It felt cool watching that. Like, like yeah, 15. Whether it was actually good or not is uh, up for debate. With the men's, boys, it's the story in this. That was what carried it for me. Like, Kiri said nothing happened or whatever. Loads happened. Sami Zayn pushing Jay out the way. It's, it's building up until the, in the main bit. There was loads of little nuances in there that, once again, if you're not watching or following it, then you're not gonna you're gonna see it as a cold match or whatever, aren't you? But if you're following the story, then I thought it was great. I fucking loved it, Ben. I fucking absolutely loved it. Everything about it, the payoff in the end with Sammy and that and Jay, loved it. I think you you've got to buy, like you say, you've got to buy into like that those little character moments of like yeah, Jay and like Sammy coming together and you know all all of that side of stuff. And also like you've also got to buy into the fact that like. Kevin, we're just eliminating like you know ten years worth of history where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have turned on each other like fourteen times each. Yeah, You've just got to be like no, no, no. They've been well, friends. You can, all, time. you can always go to that because they are close and they had the real life moments. You can always lean on that though, can't you? It's very wrestling, that isn't it? Yeah, it's like you, you know can. those turns with the sports. It's, but in real life, you know, he was his best man at his wedding. Yeah, so, come on. I thought that was and a great he... line by Cole because he didn't hammer it home loads. He just mentioned that one line specifically. I like that. I thought, it and was... they have been like alluding to it on TV in the last while, haven't they? And doing like segments with them where Owens is disappointed that Sammy is. They are they are aligned together. If, if maybe it was like it was over. Then I am not saying I'm this big great god here, but I I call me and JP were like monthly mania there thing. Yo JP like we're gonna have. We called this months ago. That tag match is gonna happen at WrestleMania. Yeah. They're gonna win the tag belt. And what it should happen? He's gonna fight Roman. Is near Montreal probably. I think and so. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's gonna be down the line. And then mm. it's just I think it's just been. Phenomenal, but even like as you say, the spots been out solo Sokoa looked great. I thought that was the yeah, best I've yeah. seen him look. Mm -hmm. Him and Drew maybe going at it as in a revenge match will be good. They had some good little spots. Yeah. I just thought it was I really liked it. I don't know if that might shock everyone, but I just fucking really liked <laughs> it. Maybe <laughs> Matthew Edmonds in enjoyed the main event. I'm not backing up. Like I enjoyed all of that. I enjoyed like I don't like like the WWE, um, you know, the way they do like the teams rather than have them outside the cage. They're in like their own little cage. Like I just think that's so hokey. Like back to the NXT days. But in this occasion, I did like it because it had like Roman sat there in in his little cage like it was an episode of Oz, you know, when like yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to, like one the of the cage the, comes the in cage. in later seasons, yeah. yeah. And Schillinger's like sat in the back while like yeah. the two muscle men are in front, like that's what Roman felt like. He was sat there in the cage, like while he was sending people out to do his dirty work, and then you had like that, that great little moment where like. Sammy wasn't supposed to be the second one to go out, but Roman sent him out because he wanted to. Because it was Jay. Like, he had to help Jay. Yeah, it's all. It's this was, and not an happened apparently in the first 25 minutes. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, loads happened. There was. There was definite lulls in that first, in, in the 25 minutes for where you are. I'm no. kind of with you. I, I don't know if I enjoyed it. 
I went 3.75 because I kind of thought there was a, is a ceiling. Right. It's quite long. <laughs> I can both start. Like, that's a good JP. No, it is. Like, <laughs> Sounds it, like you liked it. It, it. I enjoyed it. However, there were things about it. I, I'll never like the idea of the faces having the advantage. I don't Yeah, I don't that. like that. Yeah. And but, from a storytelling perspective, it was really just... It was primarily, it was all obviously bloodline folks, but really all Sami Zayn folks, which I'm fine with because that's a, the best of the stories they're telling. But it just kind of made the baby face team bar Kevin Owens just like, and there's these other blokes who are there. And Sheamus is likely to be challenging for the title at the Royal Rumble, I imagine. Which, if you're going to put him in a kind of, you know, the title match isn't the selling point of that show but you can get away with putting him in that type of match, I think. And then you can have enough bells and whistles ringside with the brawling brutes. And mm. Pete Dunne, who's not, still not allowed to talk, he just sort of grunts, doesn't he? <laughs> like a Birmingham, <laughs> like a like a black country scrappy do that he is. You've um, seen his promos, I think it's bad. he's better off. Well, it probably is for the best, <laughs> isn't it? But I thought, like, in terms of the way that it, and I definitely thought the moments that Drew came in and that Rich Holland came in because they got the advantage back, it kind of really died down a bit for me. But Roman was like, when it went back to Roman, when it was like four on, like when it'd be four on five and he's just there kind of like, kind of staring away. I find myself with a big smile on his face because you realise he's fucking it, so good. Honestly. The presentation, on. that music. Like I yeah. told you lads in the, in the group chat, it's like I'd listen to that one morning on the way to work, and I felt <laughs> fucking inspired. Like, from that. come on, you you life, yeah, just doing this <laughs> with my sons pretending to be the Utos. <laughs> Maybe some somebody will draw up some big 3D image of that that looks kind of quietly. Repeat cheap. the tribal chief. There you go. I came, and you know, and I see stuff, you know, afterwards where there's that kind of screenshot taken of the three. And I thought, like, I loved it when it was over with. Like, I did think, you know, they played far too much into the idea. Will Sammy's own turn on the bloodline? It's like him and Kevin Owens have tried to kill each other multiple times over the years. This is a story that you've kind of happily told with this. Um, this is like you're going too far down the road, and there wasn't really any like necessary drama. The drama was really where they were going to turn on him, which you yeah. can see coming now after this. It's like the idea of maybe that they've used him in order to get rid of a Kevin Owens. Be a sad day, JP. That'll be a proper oh. heartbreaking angle. That you know, well, I'm telling nice you. After Rumble, you think something like that? Like it's, it like was... a TV. it's got to be a TV. It's got TV segment written all over it. Yeah, but the reaction of that crowd, though, like in terms of overness, it's Sammy Uso, like yeah. in the same way that like the stuff with when eventually you get the singles match with him and um, it's him and Jay, isn't it? Who've got the yeah. problem, and Jimmy's all right with them as well. But I loved like the kind of ending when it was the post match stuff when they were like jumping up and really hugging each other and stuff like that. That was great. It's months it's, worth, JP, of tension, and the fact he's finally took him in now with Jay. Even the, the hug so, with Roman was great, but the Jay hug was the yeah. one for me. That was just fucking boss. So if we're predicting it, like something happens at the Rumble. I think it'll be KO v Roman at the Rumble, me. I think it'll be KO v Roman. And then I think, I don't know how they're going to do it, because Roman's obviously not going to lose. I don't know. Yeah. He might like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to do it, JP. Well, oh, we're going to get to the point. That's the tag match of Mania because that's the one that kind of makes sense. And it also Ooh. pushes. Can't do it at the tag Montreal, either. Sorry. Yeah. 
you can't do it at Montreal because the Usos can't get into the country. So, like, that'll have yeah. to be the oh, main yeah. event. It's Sammy yeah. and Roman in Montreal, innit? Uh, That's got to be yeah, the title as yeah. well, you know. I think so. Yeah, I think they'll do that. And I think, I think you know, in their defense on the Owens thing, like, that was literally the El Generico character. Like, Kevin Cena just turn on him all the time and beat him up, but he'd still want to be his friend. Like, that dynamic still works, you know. You can yeah. still sell that story that maybe he does end up um, being loyal to Owens and stuff. But the fact that we're talking about, like, a... I know a proper storyline. <laughs> waiting for us to get to AEW, which you know, show notes. Sorry, and um, we'll be there. We'll get there soon. Um, but like the fact that there is that level of like there is depth to it, and it is interesting to follow. And it's not even like it's it is moving at like a glacial pace. Like really, there's not really been any development for a while. But it's those little character interactions that everyone's enjoying, yeah. isn't it? And like you know, this was like just solidifying out. You know, Zayn on their side. We all know where the story's going. We all know there's a turn coming around Rumble time. We all know there's a big match coming with Roman. We all know there's a tag there. But that's fine, isn't it? Like with wrestling, it's if, it, if it's predictable and it's good. It feels like Triple H Batista. That's the last time I remember enjoying a WWE story yeah. to this level. You knew it was coming. We all knew that, and that, but they, they played into that, didn't they? You know, the thumbs up, thumbs down stuff, yeah. and all of that. You knew yeah. where it was going, you knew the match that was going to be at the end, and then it turned out to be at that point, you know, the biggest draw remaining of all time because people were invested in it. That's the, I mean, that's the level of arguments I've heard people make. Yeah. Do the Roman match, do the Roman Sammy match at Mania. If you can't get Dwayne, is that the match? I mean, oh, yeah, you could. You'd have to give up doing it in Montreal to do that, which you know might be too tempting, but. Like what happened? And it's wild because it's fucking El Generico. It's Sami Zayn who was like. That's what I'm going to say, Benno. It's an IWC Edge. And people will like his cousin that as well. Yeah. His peak as a as a physical wrestler was at you know at least ten years ago now, yeah. if not more. Like he spun his wheels in WWE. Like he when he came up to them, the fact that he even was a heel like was insulting. Like it's like mm. Bailey. It's like if you couldn't make money with him as an underdog babyface, considering what the job, the great job they did with him on NXT, the fact that like nothing ever really happened with him on main roster was a travesty. But somehow they've circled back round into like you know I I was talking about him being on the beach last year, you know, on the year before it was like he felt like a retired wrestler just doing the odd comedy thing on shows, and then he had that jackass match at Mania, which. It might just be me and you, Matt, but it was probably my favourite match. That really is the fire, year. didn't it? That got everyone... Yeah. Oh, he still works here, Sami Zayn. That's what got everyone and, back to that. He's doing career best character work here in a career where he's, you know, had great stuff, you know, NXT as Generico on the Indies. Like, it's it's insane. But, Ben, it's that it's them little um, segments backstage as well. Did you see the one with it Sammy is, and yeah. Roman? That on, on Survivor Series... That was mm. the best them like the Jay and Roman one's good than that, but the Sammy and Roman one where he's like he's looking him in the eyes. But even at the end when they give the hugs, Roman's just giving him that ever so slightly little look, isn't he? Like, do it, trust yeah. you, do it. It's it's honestly, boys, I fucking it's mm. amazing. Honestly. I I mean in theory you could do it, but the, like you spoke about the build for this moving at a glacial pace. It's it's when things feel like they're gonna end at a mania or certainly reach a kind of like a, somewhat of a peak at a mania is, is kind of what you should be always aiming for. So you don't mind snail's pace. If you like, let's face it, Dominic versus Rey Mysterio is moving at a snail's pace. You know, there'll be things that that's because it's going to be a mania and you want the atmosphere and you want the build for it. What it's not going to have is fucking, um, what's his name? A good match. Fuck the other man, whatever his name is, Vince. Um, with him, you're not going to have the issue with him doing what he did to Jericho and, and Kevin Owens and putting it on yeah. set. You're not going to get that. 
what you're going to end up getting is the idea of this being pushed as like a big semi-main because it's your tag team who are also coming on a, what, 400, near 500 day reign of it as well. So it's it's kind of set up perfectly. Mm. And it's also as well, if you change the belts, you've then got the idea about is Roman going to be unsettled in whatever the main event is. And against, you know, who they could go with as a left field choice if they didn't get Dwayne, go Cody. They might go Cody yeah. or might go Bray. Cody will win the Rumble. Cody will definitely win the Rumble mm. if he's in it, I think. Mm. As he should, I agree. Of course, um, fellow. <laughs> people are sick of the WWE chat on this podcast. I'll wait till Cody's back, folks. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that won't be me driving that. That'll be you. <laughs> I'll be watching Ron's back. I haven't watched it in a few weeks. Uh, but, <laughs> no, but JT, you're, you're big on that, though, aren't you? You've mentioned it every time I've been on. You like that, like, start a feud now, end them at WrestleMania. And yeah, that's the way yeah. it should be as well. And a fresh match as well, if you can. Triple H is the lowest bar to clear, hasn't he? Yeah. But, like, that, 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 that's been a point of mine with this. It's like, in a Vince McMahon run, WWE, Sami Zayn just ends up in the bloodline forever. It's like, oh, no, he's a heel now. That's it, done. And we didn't <laughs> ever get the payoff. Like, you could believe that. Or he just splits them off. Like, he's a heel in the bloodline yeah. for a bit. It's a bit of a joke. And then he's just an undercard heel. It's, like, kind of vaguely associated with nothing happens. Like, the, the credit you give, you know, you will give Triple H, and it's bare minimum credit, is he will follow this stuff through, won't he? Like, and it will yeah. pay off. Yeah. Like, at, at, at a mania, as it should. Like, that's if you, basic, isn't it? If you want to notice a kind of a, a difference in the kind of booking style, like a, a round between him and Vince, it was it had felt like quite a while ago when it came to Vince and Roman Reigns, he had what his definitive ideas of Roman Reigns money matches were. And they were kind of like very, it was like get John Cena, get, I don't know, uh, like whatever kind of big star you can get to, to kind of have come in. But it feels like, okay, we need to do kind of months worth of TV and shows. So what kind of people can we put in there? And if you'd said, oh, we're going to put Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and Sheamus as people around that mix, you'd be like, what the fuck? How are they going to do it? But I have to say, even with Sheamus as well, and it's not like he was like a particularly big part of this match. He did get like kind of a good few moments against Roman, which kind of leads me to think that obviously that's one of the matches they'll do. There's value in all of those matches now. And like you say, he's, he's clearing the lowest bar, which is thinking more than like, I don't know, two hours ahead and changing <laughs> things on a whim. Actually working oh, yeah. out what, what is mania going to be. They don't have to, I'm assuming they're not doing manic rewrites the day of Monday. There's probably a lot of writers in tears, like just from the sheer fucking nervous exhaustion of like yeah. actually being able to write a show, have everyone kind of properly learn their lines. And it's still shit from what I can gather. Like, it's not like it's fucking... Raw isn't great, though, Ben. I've got to say that. You'd have one good episode every, like, three or four weeks, and then the rest is just like, come on. People do go overboard with the praise. Oh, they do. SmackDown's still always good, though, I think. But Raw is not, like... Yeah. Yeah, Raw's not good. I bet you would be in 90 minutes, though, and it's SmackDown, even if it's bad. It's like, yeah. It was easy background. praise for it, is it? Like the World Cup, or oh, forty-five minutes if you watch it on two times speed. But I don't know. But I was going to say, Ben. Speaking yeah. of the World Cup, we're getting that. Where it's Escobar v Ricochet. We're going to get that Ricochet v Walter match. That'll be good, though, won't it? That'll be good. Walter, Walter who runs away from. Uh, oh, from I, Braun's oh, I've got something to say on that as well. If you don't mind, I don't get the fucking furore that it's causing. That he's, he's running. Up. No, but he's not like. He's not going to be like it's a bigger fella than him. He no shoulders chop. So is he going to be like, oh, nice one, mate? Should he have those all the shots? He booked that too, though, didn't he? Oh, well, come on, though, Ben. Fucking hell, it's Strowman, though, isn't it? It's like, you know... I don't... 
I don't. It's going to be strong. Like, no, I, I, I don't. He's, he's that character, isn't he? He's not going to, you know, I, I don't see a big well that, that's is he though? That's what he's supposed to be. Yeah, but he's, he's always been the biggest the man in every fight, though, hasn't he, Walter? Now he's not. It's the he biggest. Not? He has, hasn't yes. he? Yeah, but like he doesn't have to run away. Like he doesn't no, have to but, literally... Okay, maybe, yeah, but he's not like I don't I just didn't I, see no. I don't but I, but I don't agree, like people have people are acting like it's the end of Gunther and WWE. No, it's not. They've handled him very well overall. This is a misstep. I think it'll be all right. Um, yeah. but yeah. He's a longer term project, isn't he? And he's also yeah. he's the kind of person you want to have set up for when you've got your when you've got a babyface champion in place. I think they could okay. do him and Brock. There's rumours of that one, isn't he? I don't yeah. know if that'll be WrestleMania, yeah. but in which case, don't have him run away from Braun Strowman. But anyway, men's war games, yeah, I'd go four stars on it. Um, yeah, four stars, easy, easy for me, yeah. Really, yeah. really well. It was the it was the, so far the peak of this story, um, and it was mm. a well done match, even with my misgivings about the tropes of the WWE War Games. Now I will say I didn't I didn't hold the women's uh, War Games in that high esteem. Um, no. That no was story really going into it, Ben. That it's was the definition of the WWE War Games, wasn't yeah, it? It was. It was. Match. It could have been any other game at match. I didn't think much of that one. But boys, uh, I said it last time I was on, and it's not just Michelle fandom coming through. She needs to come back, and Sasha needs mm. to come back because. This collection for me, it's just not working. Bianca's good, of course. We've had this JP. Bailey's all right, you know, but that's run its course. That feud now. Becky's back. Is she, is she going to feud with Bailey? She's not going to go back to Bianca. We need Charlotte and Sasha back, JP. That's what I reckon. I'm kind of with you on that. I think there's things yeah. here where, like, as a match, this felt like kind of what you'd imagine an NXT War Games to feel like. Partly because there's a lot of people in this you've seen in NXT War Games matches. And yeah. Yeah. Like the matches. And this one, like you say, didn't didn't hadn't earned the plunder because there wasn't really a story or a compelling story coming in. It was just like we need to have a women's war game match. These are the best people to put together. Things like the Nikki Cross character, which is going back to like what she was kind of doing on a just a sanity run. They just seem to yeah, have gone purely. to to that entirely on here. I mean, you know, if you're Mia Yim or have I written down Mia Mia Yim Min Chan May Marley? Yeah, um, like it's. Ironically, from the director of the Iron Claw, as we were talking about in, in the pre-show as well, it, it's you know it, it was just sort of standard plunder shite to distract from. There's a lack, complete lack of structure. So by the the, I, I think I went like two. What do I think? I got three stars on this because it was. They all worked hard, JP. They did. They all give it a go. But even like Rhea Ripley, Benno, like she is amazing. Like she has been the best thing probably on Raw in a don't know how long. But even she was she warned into this because it's like we've got it. We need another woman. Rhea should be staying with the Judgment Day and all that. And like, how much did you love that uh, Thanksgiving segment? Oh, uh, mate, that was incredible. It's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) people gave him a lot of grief about that. You could see he was putting the mask on, like he'd seen the camera and he yeah. thought oh I better put my mask on it wasn't yeah. he was as funny as it as the visual would be he wasn't just sat there having his Thanksgiving dinner in his suitably brown colored uh Thanksgiving mask yeah you know that's disappointing has he got a home mask then like his slipper mask <laughs> yeah. it look like his slipper mask, yeah. like fluff on the inside he's but Ben was great though proper wrestling that that's a proper yeah. angle proper wrestling it? Fun. <laughs> it it's fucking great it was a good trashy like WWE style angle. Amazing, mate. It's probably like where like really really in that. Yeah. What's that? 
Did he call Rhea Ripley mummy in that? Yes, yeah, I can bring a mummy home to the air. Uh, and the best one ever was uh, where like he's bat- the battering Ray and he's screaming. And like uh, Angie, the mum, is screaming in the background. And Dominic's just like, shh, 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 it's Thanksgiving. You don't want to be making no noise. I thought he was amazing. He was <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Simon says here that they blur it as wedding photo. They did, which is funny because you Google Ray Mysterio and mask and there's literally WCW footage. Yeah, purely. Yeah, yeah. purely. <laughs> Um, but I love it. I, it, it. I like the way they released it on Twitter on Thanksgiving yeah. Day as well. They didn't wait yeah. for SmackDown or whatever. I thought that was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think that was funny. But yeah, match itself, not much to say there. Uh, we'll fly. We'll fly through. No, sorry, this, I, I did say I'd, I've got to give Dakota Kai, who like I'm not a big fan of. I was impressed with her in this one, boys. I just thought she was a good base for everyone. She was the first in there. She took all mm. the bumps into the cage. She took all the finishes. And she actually did impress me in this one. I've got to say that, like, I've got that on my notes because I was impressed by her there. I would say uh, the, the follow-up Finn Balor and AJ Styles, the definition... Oh, Benno, no, seriously, <laughs> mate, no. Say it, give it, give it, wait, 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 let me say, just give it its full title, please. Take it away, go on. Two professional wrestlers <laughs> under, underlined in bold. I've had a professional... Underline in bold wrestler match, like it was, it was like, it genuinely was. Even Meltzer said, didn't he? Two yeah. top pros going on. <laughs> That's his name. That we get that four. The definition of it wasn't it. It's like <laughs> yeah. one day in the past, JP. There was a day where this was a four star plus match, like you know, AJ in twenty fourteen. Balor before that, even though I wasn't the highest on him, he had that island jersey. JP loved him. Yeah. Like there was a, there was a day where this was oh, a great match. That day's been and gone. They're both under a long-term WWE contracts. They know their job. They know what they're out there to do. Then I'll say to Randy Orton, it made three point two five stars. Come um, on, Ben. Isn't the history and tradition of Randy Orton? Come on. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you remember a second? Does anything stand out from this? No. Like, no. Match. The finish. I couldn't believe how clean it was. And I, I couldn't yeah. believe he just beat him clean. I thought yeah. Yeah. they lose a lot. Yeah. Well, they, they lose they, a lot. They've got that the heat magnet and Dominic though. They can afford to lose, mate. Yeah, they that's, just get food, that's what I'm saying. But well, good for one match. That's all I'm saying. He's good for one match. Then he needs to go because there's no. <laughs> yeah, I'll be with you on that. Yeah, just get the right match. That's it. David Flair, didn't he? Like that was the thing back in the day. David Flair had a couple year run. It was funny, and he was gone. Dominic will be around in 15 years, still being this bad. With what did you see Finn Balor's interview? Finn Balor on a. One of the interviews saying that, like, he, he I know he's gonna say it, but he said, like, he believes Dominic's gonna be like a big, big, big star. <laughs> That's what he thinks. Like, he just loved the way he was like this happy go lucky. I know I'm not saying he'd be great, but he gets the heat. That's all you need for me, Beno. You just need to get that reaction, mate. I'm not asked about doing fucking arsing about on the canvas, fucking arsing about for half an hour. Get a reaction <laughs> when you come out. That's all I'm asking about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the wrestling part, yeah. No, fuck it off. <laughs> Why can't we have that as a title? The wrestling part. Fuck it off. Like you're here holding things back on here and the good storylines. Um oh. I wrote the same line that you said, Benno, earlier on, and I did think this is the dictionary definition. No, of it. Benno, it was. It really was. Yeah. Because you're talking about the fact that they're both so much older now at this point. So it was only I ever gonna be. Them. 
AJ yeah, Styles shouldn't try any harder. A- Remember when AJ Styles' contract wasn't like, oh, he might go to AEW? No, he shouldn't be taking no. bumps and working hard. He's had he, he's he's the right now. AJ's actually earned the right, hasn't he, for this? He's, he's on the big best money. in the world for a long time, or one of yeah. the best wrestlers in the world. He was, for a long time. he was. Like, you know, we're past that point now. Like, in 2002, like, you know, like that was when he first came on the scene, like in TNA and stuff. That's 20 years ago. Like, he deserves a break. We all, we thought he was finished in the Aces and Eights era, you know? It's good on him for... Uh, Look, for I remember that on Crewy, because I used to watch, watch TNA every week then. And Crewy, like, I, I fell out with, like, uh, TNA, especially AJ Styles, because he loved him early on in TNA. And I remember vividly talking in our living room here, he said, is AJ Styles still going? Is he still good? And this was in like 2013. I was like, yeah, he's sound, mate. He's still going. Like, and then he went to New Japan then. And then that's where we see him. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's yeah, like. He's he, because he's, yeah, he's a legend, isn't he? Yes, he's a legend. Like, yes. Good on him for getting that WWE payday. He's one of those. I won't begrudge getting uh, food on his table. Uh, speaking of WWE paydays, Ronda Rousey's still collecting his. Oh, mate. Like, no, no. He was a big deal. That is. It is, right. not, it is just a given that Ronda Rousey is just one of 30 women in this women's division, like wrestling Shotzi in a random match. Well, bad. Like, air is a big deal. Like, how, how are we living in the... Remember the big deal when Air and the Rock did that segment at WrestleMania? And then when she first came in and she had that great first run, like, she can't be asked. No one can be asked watching her. And she's just, like... She's just there now. Horrendous like, on the mic, Ben, as well. Like, yeah, it's horrendous we bang average like it is unbelievable how far her stock has fallen like it, it's on air but it's on the company as well like like she should still be a tr- an attraction sure is she a vince like, thing Benno? is she a vince like thing and not maybe not yeah, triple h you know what i mean like, did that angle with her you know yeah but that was like four years ago only three four years yeah, ago yeah but she should be the biggest star in the world like what's going on she's she on the front was of the post one of the most famous like, like people in the planet around 2015 like leading into like 2016 when she was just like winning every UFC title and fighting a minute. And it was just like, felt like she was a mega draw. She was in, what was it? In the, um, oh, what was it? The Expendables 3, wasn't it? She yeah, was, she was. Kelsey she, Grammer got, got it in and a few of the others. Didn't he? A, Brilliant, that. I, the issue is with her, and it's also the same for her acting career. She doesn't have the charisma. And no. there is a problem on that. But then what a good booker should do is how do you work around that? Why hasn't she got a Paul Heyman? Or like somebody delivering Anyone? for the voice for her as well, and like I say, I mean I don't know, you know, if with her and um, Shayna Baszler if they do something with like them at a mania, but I don't know if Ronda Rousey like is in the top five like most over women there in the company. Think of how much they're paying. You just get rid. You really would. You just go cut the losses. Is she bringing in any pay per view? Any kind of any kind of numbers in any meaningful way? I'm putting her against Shotzi Blackheart, who is a just a look. That's all she is. In the ring, she's awful. She's always been awful. Has always had bad matches. Just looks dangerous. Like, just looks like she's going to kill herself. And That's DDT, JP, on the apron. Oh, oh, mate. What was going on there? Like, mm. but that that's the regular thing. And how long was the match as well? It felt really short to me. It was just like kind of... It wasn't that long oh, at all like six, seven minutes or something like that. But it was painful to watch. I mean, I went one point, uh, 1.25. JP, like, she's had the worst matches. This one, and was it the um, Alexa one at the last pay-per-view? We'll give 0.25, was it Alexa? These yeah. are really bad though, JP, like shockingly bad. I think she's just given up, Ronda, as far as like, you know, she she, yeah. she had a real, it was obvious from the start she got it. 
she understood what wrestling was and how to project herself and how to do the moves and how to, you know, work her style into being a good wrestler. I just don't think she cares anymore. She's just not bothered, this is she? Is, you know, the effort is level, the, isn't it? Well, I'd be fascinated to know when her contract's up what she does. Because there is the part, I mean, like she did leave, like kind of um, everyone has a row with Dana White in UFC, but that is open if she ever wanted to go back because there's probably money in her mm. coming back for like kind of a one last fight thing. Oh, God. But the way that she lost to did you do slap fighting, Dana's got a slap fight. Well, if you're that. AEW, do you take a punt? But then we've seen this with a with the kind of wish version, Paige Van Sant, she's but. She just clearly may not have had the attitude, just not thought, is it worth the hassle for me doing no. this when she can do the bare knuckle thing and have her kind of only fans and the rest of it and make a killing that way. Mm. But with, with Ronda Rousey, do you cut your losses? Like at this point, like, well, you say cut your losses, just get to the point of going, is she worth the money that we're paying her? But then, well, part of their logic, particularly under Triple H, be we all sign her up because we don't want her to go anywhere else we don't want her to go to an AEW for whatever reason but, but unless I'm, I, think, I think it would even i think it would be even worse there unless mm, i'm no. missing out though boys it's like outside of the charlotte matches and the mixed tag with angle and that has she really been that i know she had the aura but is the other matches that you can really remember she had carried aura, yeah. Yeah. Char- i seen someone on twitter not me saying that charlotte did carry her in like first that survivor series one and mm. and the last uh, last woman that oh I quit it was it the main one wasn't great but which one that, of your burners was that right Edward Lottie fan forty seven the only match we haven't talked about uh, Seth Rollins Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory uh, I amazing. Amazing, Beno. <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't like giving Seth Rollins credit, but no. like some of the spots they had in here, especially the ones where all three were involved, mm. like it was a very good, creative match. They used Bobby Lashley's strength. Austin Theory looked the best he's looked in a in a long time at AWW ring. Even Mr. Bang Average, Seth Rollins couldn't drag it down, Matt. I, uh, I enjoyed this one. Great finish well, as well, well, even well, if it well, wasn't. Well, I've got loads of notes, but I always have to say it, and it's every fucking month, it seems. Me and Melter, Melter fucking loved this, didn't he? He absolutely, I knew it, watching it, I knew he'd fucking love this. <laughs> I've seen hell of a match. And it's a four yeah. stars for me, as you say, Ben, how creative, wow. you know, even the double hit lock looked like wacky, but mm. it was great. It was, it was yeah. just brilliant. The finish was amazing. The timing, you know, you had Seth, as you say, going wild with, with the dives. It was just the elevated stump where he jumped off Fury and done it to Lashley. The spots were really, really creative. I thought it was great. I yeah. went three and a half on this. I, I'm, probably, I'm not as high as Matty on it, but I did think it kind of over delivered for what I thought it was. I thought this was as good as these triple threat matches are in the WWE type way, but it kind of cut to the chase. There wasn't a lot of fat on it or dead spots. Pacing was good. Seeing this. Yep. The pacing was good. This mm. I will never warm to Austin Theory because I think as a wrestler he's limited and there isn't the kind of innate charisma. This is probably the best version of him. Like, if you're going to do it. And also as well, as Rollins appears to be over with that crowd, I mean, he was the one who was getting that kind of most reaction. But him and Lashley should be around that top main event mix. Yeah. And so, for the practical purpose of the US title means fuck all anyway. Put it on Theory. 
like we can pretend it means something and Seth Rollins holding it but the way that then they kind of covered for for the finish as as well like you know by having the the Lashley spear and then you know theory managing to kind of steal the win if it just takes them two out of it because that's not the position they should be in they should be thinking of a whole other series of people to kind of fill that US title level then we'll see how like you know Triple H in terms of booking extraordinaire we'll see how he gets on because that's kind of what the US title should be there for. But yeah. I'm never going to be on board with the character. But as a match, this was this was a lot of fun. And as Matty said, there was a lot of like kind of good creative spots in there as well. And no one lost anything and it was good. The that crowd, was the crowd were into it. Yep. So it, it kind of it it ticked that box. Like the fans at the end when it cut to them, like they were in disbelief that theory won. They were all yeah. over the one theory fan who was <laughs> yeah, yeah, one person loved it. <laughs> I think by not booking him as strong, Triple H has got Austin Theory right. It's like, yeah, he is a bit of a joke. He, he should he should fail as cash in. It, they should take they've taken that noose from around his neck. Yeah, the rock man, that, over the shoulders. Thing yeah. Type thing. It's like let's just let's step back and maybe we go back to it. Uh, you know, I think that's that's wise. Um, but yeah, I go three point seven five. But I just thought it was a, it was a bit of a spot fest to be honest. If, if anything, mm-hmm. it was like Seth Rollins. Remember, they used to be Tyler Black. Um, that's what, what people if people will see that match cold on paper and go, mm. but if you actually watch it, as you said there, Ben, I bet you were shocked for how good that's what it is. You didn't expect mm. it to be that good, did you? And you, JP, you still don't understand my so over and why people love that character. But Chef Rollins, Ben, 10 years, mate, you know, <laughs> you've been around 10 years, lad. Still comes out to the Europa League thing, yeah, <laughs> going on. Maybe he'll update his music and it will sound like those Premier League music you hear and also on the FPL app. Yes, yeah. whatever they do in the video of best budget midfielders under 6.3 million. <laughs> yeah, the generic thieves they use. Da, 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 da. Yeah. That's what it should be. <laughs> All of a thumbs up pay per view. I, I I liked it. I didn't. I wouldn't go, you know, crazy on it. Like I say, it was mainly the main event that I thought was uh, nice. Well, I didn't feel, feel like a waste of my time. I like these short six match WWE big cards. Like long may it continue. Really, I don't mind. Like they're they're tuning the, them every year now and then for these. They're kind of the anti full gear, aren't they? Where it's so <laughs> you'll have known that having been there and the, probably in your mind the show's still going on. But it's <laughs> like the, it, it is this idea that like it's six matches because when you watch them, it's very there's just so many like promo packages. Like I've seen that Cody Rhodes one on like every one that's on there. There's a Miz one this time, Andy. Did there's a Miz one this one. Brock Lesnar one. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, yeah. yeah, yeah I love these every month, GP. <laughs> Look forward to I all mean, the do you know what? I wouldn't mind at times if AEW did put stuff like this in their fucking show, just to like mm. give some sort of background. They got better about that. They got better about yeah. that. I think that's an old argument. The uh, the no video packages thing, but uh, yeah, the little elements like that they could do more of. But speaking yeah. of AEW, should we get into them? Should we talk uh, talk dynamite? Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on the weekend show until I got cut off on a on Friday GP. So uh, we're gonna get some of uh, some some of Matty's takes on it. Big, felt like a a newsworthy show, even if like there weren't you know necessarily big movements in, as far as storylines go on this show. Felt like there was a lot to digest, whether it, you know the regal stuff, the elite and pog stuff, you know, even down <laughs> to like you know the women's title. You know, there was a, a bit of news uh, coming out of that as well, but. Um, we can go through it in a, in order and kind of get a get re- reactions to it to each of the things as as we go. 
um, kicked off with the, the big news story of the last 24 hours that uh, Meltzer has, uh, has walked back. Uh, I think a lot of people watched the uh, the opening segment, the uh, the Regal, uh, Brian, and, uh, and Moxie segments and read into it, especially you're bearing in mind Triple H's fucking tweets on the night of uh, War Games posting a video of, uh, of Regal doing the, uh, the War Games call. I think we've all just assumed Regal's off back to WWE, but Meltzer did say today that he mm. believed Regal had a three-year contract. Wouldn't yeah. shock me if he's talked his way out of it or Tony Khan's being a soft touch and, and letting him leave because this certainly felt like a write-off, this angle. It felt like, or at least the build to a write-off. I could see him appearing with MJF, you know, this week coming and doing like one-off segment with him, but I don't see him long-term in MJF's corner. Like, it doesn't really make sense. Um, I could I could say it. Regal in general, he makes more sense as a WWE employee, doesn't he? Like, he's got the, the office job there with but by all accounts, he was very good at, you know, as far as uh, finding talent and stuff. AEW have just used them to flirt with Excalibur on commentary and inexplicably collect some of the best wrestlers in the world in a in a stable that hasn't really got anywhere. But... A stable that exists to get Wheelie Utah over. Which is kind of like the most expensive fucking way. Can we spend $4 million to get over Wheelie Utah? You probably can. And that's not saying that Wheelie Utah is bad here. But that's what the Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club exists for. But boys, it's a Blackpool Combat one. Club, though, isn't it? And he's left now, and he's the only one from Blackpool. So they're going to change the name up of like what the fuck? I don't think it will exist going forward, which is bad for Wheeler Utah, but good for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but what do you make of this segment, Matt? Like fucking the melodrama. Like I felt like this segment was an advert for maybe scripting some stuff because, like, I think the general nugget of the idea, Moxie wanted to kill, kill Regal, Brian getting in the middle of them. And Regal being told to, you know, just go away, fuck off, or I'll kill you type of thing. I think that was good. Unfortunately, I think in execution, you know, Brian was maybe a little, you know, begging a little bit too much. It was yeah. a little bit too repetitive in mm. you know, the things he was saying, going back and forth with Mox. It did get to the point of parody, I thought, in the end. But yeah, it surprised me. I thought you'd, you'd use this as a, as a way to beat a, beat a AW over the idea, Max. You like no, the, then I didn't mind it at all. It was something different for me. It's something like, you know, one of them where, like, they got out of it quite okay because obviously Regal can't be taking no bumps or no digs or not on Kanye. So it was like getting him out of the beating, but not just by him obviously cowering down or whatever. I thought it was, as you say, maybe more the uh, um, inferior on paper. It was, uh, but I didn't mind it. Ben, I thought it was all right to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. How about you, JP? Um, I mean, as a as a segment, I did think it was overlong. I, I thought there's a way of doing this, but it needed to be done in like a couple of minutes. And it kind of involved Brian Danielson going, you go, just go. I'll calm him down, but you need to go. Instead of being stood around kind of waiting for it, it kind of, it just dragged things out, I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I didn't think was a bad episode of of Dynamite, but like it, it, it just sort of went on too long. But like you say, the idea of it, if you explained it to me beforehand and going, well, this is why he's not going to attack and this is why Brian Danielson's there. You think, okay, that's all right. It just was done in a kind of it would almost like well, what would Sean Michaels want us to do well he'd want one of us to go on our knees wouldn't he like to pray for Jesus you know? <laughs> so of course he did so like that's that's kind of what it is for that by the way can I throw you it's got nothing to do with any of this stuff but just seeing Andy Ryan's comment there um, and then Rian hiding Dom in the dungeon I don't know if we can as a as a late shout for a title just uh, um, Rhea and Dom in that dungeon or in the BDSM bungalow. And I'm not sure. <laughs> BDSM bungalow might be the one. BDSM bungalow for that. Um, but yeah, it, 
I thought as a like as a segment for it, it, in terms of Regal overall, and we said some of this on, on on the weekend show. The use for him would be to bring him in and bring him in as head of talent relations. Yeah, like a role that they needed someone for, but someone who maybe has that bit of gravitas. I'll give him one of them office jobs that they've given to loads of active wrestlers. I won't do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> no. Give him a real job. Yeah. <laughs> but he's I, I don't... That, you know, yeah. he's not. He's not. He doesn't drink. Like it's mm. all of those things where you couldn't put like other people there who have got like long tenured records in in wrestling because we hadn't come out of wild shit like Roosh is one of the great wrestlers and on earth. Emmanuel Adebayor, one of the world's best strikers, isn't he? Because he'll be downing tool soon enough, folks. Has it come up where where MGF was? I assume he's shooting that movie. Is he? Yeah, good. Iron Claw, isn't it? Yeah, is it that Iron one? Claw, right. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll be back next week. So. Well, you're, you're world champion, though, Ben. Not on the, the night of the show after he wins it, like stuff like that. It's you bad mean? timing. It is bad. Yeah, timing. it is. To be fair, um, if it's hard to do it, happens, it's it happened as well. Not it, not great, but. Yeah, um, we we move, uh, but yeah, go from there. A couple of matches. I just cast the and Jake Hager. I can't imagine there's uh, much to say there. Uh, Jake Hager yeah. likes likes his hat. Uh, is the uh, it was great to see Daniel Garcia that uh, we can uh, get rid of that missing missing persons poster. Mm-hmm. He is uh, still on the AW roster. Inexplicably wasn't involved in that four way at the pay per view. <laughs> Is he, out, is he not in that Tony's booking block for the month now, Beno? You know what he is? It's like, do you remember, Matt? You'll you'll like this reference when they were building up um, Shelton, Shelton Benjamin, Triple H did that great singles match on Raw. Yeah. And then they were building up to, I think it was a Survivor Series or it was something like that. And then inexplicably, the, the spot Shelton Benjamin should have had on the babyface team against the Evolution Law just got given to Maven. And it was like, why is Maven now playing the car? Oh, yeah. Shelton Benjamin. Everyone was doing like a lumberjack match on Raw, and Shelton Benjamin was with the rest of the lumberjacks, like clapping for Maven. It was like, <laughs> I got that. How was your role before? Why is Sammy Guevara now Tucker Garcia? That's, <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, as Connor said, hat is funny. That's all we've kind of uh, we've got for uh, for that one. But still leading to a more uh, productive match, uh, Ricky Starks and uh, and Ethan Page. Uh, yeah, Ethan Page is quietly getting quietly getting the uh, the bit of the uh, the monster push in this tournament. And yeah, mm. Ricky just felt like it was always uh, always going to be the final, um, and it was. And Ricky Starks went over strong. Ricky Starks is a contender for MJF. You're a Ricky Stark guy, Matty. I know uh, Garrett's not. Uh, he's I don't think he's ever been convinced by. Uh, by by Ricky Stark's 1997 rock impression, but I don't know if he might be so well for you. Uh, in the ring, probably not, but on the mic and the way he carries himself, Benno, big fan. Can't can't say I'm not. Like, I really do think he's good on the mic. He gets it, but not the best in there for me. Like, but um, as I say, this is the monthly challenger, is it for MJF? Is he going for the title? He's going to be the team. The, 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 yeah. um, Winter, Winter is coming. coming. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. It's fine. He's not a pay-per-view challenger, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it play. feels a little bit out of nowhere, but he did win the Hobbs feud. He disappeared for a while, unfortunately, came back. They've done a good job of heating him up, you know, for that. You want to do, you need, if he was going to be in this position, you needed to heat him up. And I think they've, they've done a, a good job of it. And I think for, I think the tournaments, as much as our, you know, bag on AW for doing too many tournaments, it's been a good avenue to do that. Be good to, on the mic, Benno, as well. That if you build it up, then two on the mic going at it for a couple of weeks, it'd be, it'd be good. Yeah. 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 That's my thought. And if, particularly if MJF comes back as a complete prick of a heel next yeah. week and it delivers on on that brutal then it's something you can there'll be a lot of stuff you'll say about his neck and everything else and not being like kind of like a an imitation of him i just think with 
Ricky Starks. He didn't gain anything by being on commentary, which is normally the kind of thing you'd expect, or they kind of gain something. I mean, God, I don't know if you is a weird right reference. Now. Austin Aries on commentary in WWE, and then getting, like, you know, and then it was yeah. And then he inexplicably led to him having what was it a dark well not a dark oh, match yeah. but it was like pre-show match against Neville wasn't it on the not cut off the Blu-ray that's why he was fuming yeah. to get the, the yeah. payoffs for that yeah it was like one in the afternoon one it was light out and there was yeah. no one in the crowd I remember that yeah might be the reason it was a good match but if we're yeah. gonna have like kind of I'm perfectly fine with these kind of match of the month contenders I just prefer I like it when it's at least a month to build to this. Because it just feels like Chris Jericho, for example, is just defending the Ring of Honor title every week, give or take. And it's just, after a while, it doesn't make your big match mean anything. You need to give it a fucking couple of weeks. So it's like, it's almost like calm down on title defenses. Make, just spread them out, work out to spread. And this is fine. And this is part of the kind of big reset that appears to be, has been in place for a little while. And the sort of post-punk incident stuff where there's a few people that they're kind of, trying with perhaps higher up the card. I think the vignette for Hobbs suggested mm. that like there's their kind of bigger plans and, and they're homegrown. I mean, we don't think of it, Ricky Sox as an NWA guy, but that's where he kind of got his break. But yeah, it, in this role, match of the month, it's fine. It'll have some good promos. Hopefully that'll get a bit of heat for it. And the match, as long as it doesn't kind of like drag, I think could be something, could be quite fun. 15 yeah. minutes, though. It doesn't need to go, yeah. like, 25 minutes. Or not, oh, no. It? No, none of that. Yeah. And I push back. I'd say the, I think it's fine having, like, the world title defender, the AEW. This is a problem with having too many belts. Uh, but, like, I think you have some belts that are, like, that it's the worker belt and it gets defended a lot. In theory, yeah. that's the ROH belt. But we'll get to the main event. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. But moving on to the big story from the show up next. Uh, the Elite and, uh, and Death Triangle, match two in best of seven. If you don't like wrestling for points, Matty, I wonder what you make of uh, best of seven matches. Good, good memories of Booker T and Benoit, like the rest of us, I'm sure you do. The um, WWE but... one, yeah. The WWE oh, one. Oh, <laughs> I'm only messing in, I'm only oh, messing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was, I mean, this, this was, like, I was gutted this was the dynamite I wasn't at. Like, you know, last week's, the, the week before... You'd been living, Daryl? You'd oh, been living in the crowd? It was rough. It was like being at a house show. It was a, you know, if I'd have been at the Chicago one with this crowd, like, and you know what? You can give the elite shit and... You can, you can legitimately, if you care about such things, make the argument, ah, uh, maybe EVPs shouldn't be making light of this situation. Maybe, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe the word's unprofessional. Who gives a fuck when they're out there? And this crowd is gonna react how they're gonna react. I thought the elite played a blinder in this one. Like it was just like they knew the reaction they were gonna get. I wonder how you know sincere Kenny was early in the day when he said that uh, people needed to uh, to leave this in the past and uh, you know look oh, so past it. Then, wasn't uh, it? I think it was like them going like literally you know go to sleeps and. Kenny biting the ar- biting arms and yeah. you know the uh, the handman page spot with uh, with Nick Jackson landing <sighs> on his ass and all of it like and it was in front of a crowd it was like you know going back to like the old US versus Canada stuff you know it was going to be a partisan crowd there was no world where the elite were going to be out and out baby faces in this match so they went out there and they worked heel and they, they they hammed it up and they did what the elite always do which is you know lean into the the real life story um and yeah i think it made for an incredible atmosphere it made the best of a of a situation that was going to happen regardless and yeah i thought this was felt like a party it was a it was a load of fun um 
Yeah, what do you make of the uh, the elite two? Does it mean Punk's coming back, Matty? We had a long discussion about that. <laughs> yeah, no, Probably not. no. I, I seen Ken Fank and Kenter yeah. on Twitter straight away, didn't he? As if like robbing that off him instead <laughs> of Punk. You know, as you say, they're leading into it and they've done what they needed to do for that crowd. But I don't know. I don't know. It's funny, but I don't know, Ben. He's not coming back, is he? There's just there's no chance. There's no chance. I, well, I've gone from no chance to like 10%. I'm not going from no, no chance. I just to think they're taking the piss out of him. I just think that's what <laughs> yeah. they're doing. They're just basically taking the piss out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's think, what I think they're doing. So. But yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I thought, I thought uh, yeah, very, very entertaining. It felt like a party atmosphere and it's, it's what the elite do, isn't it? Uh, Death Triangle went two up in the series, Ben, didn't he? Uh, that's the important thing, mate. The other yeah, line, uh, mate, yeah, that's it. you know, who's going to use the hammer story that uh, that, that's going on? The trio's I mean, belt shapey. I've been, <laughs> I've been reconvinced by this. No, I will say, if you've got trios belts and you want to reestablish them as being important, doing a best of seven makes sense. If you're going to have the elite just come back and just get their belts back, then doing it this way. Makes more sense rather than win it in the first match. The I knew they'd lose seven. the pay per view, Benno. That's before the, I said that to the lads here. The I knew they'd lose. I think that it's one. actually sm- smart as well. You're not burning a match that you're going to go back to in the future. You're doing seven of them because probably at the end of this death triangle, not going to be a thing anymore. You know, based on the you know the Daft Hammer story and all of that, and Penta using it this time. I think it is. It's a real. I think it's a really smart book move, and it gives. Uh, the only negative is they should have given it to a rampage. It might have made the rampage feel like it was important. Coming up yeah. over the uh, the next seven weeks, but I think it's a smart book move. It's a nice hook for all the dynamites going forward. Yeah. I'm minus as entertaining as this. JP. Good matches, I'll, guaranteed. Every crackers every week as well, aren't you? Guaranteed, like. Yeah. So. I I'm not mad for the kind of the the idea of it being a best of seven. Feels like far too. Oh much. really? But it, it's kind of like well, it, it just it, it, too much of the same thing necessarily. And in between it, you've, I'm going to be intrigued because in between it all, you've obviously got Osprey versus Omega. Like yep. it's kind of there for the last three. I'm more kind of looking at as they're going to are they going to have three nil death triangle, and then the elite go on a run. Mm. Personally, I think a bit of danger is you know two one get pull one back. Yeah, you've got to pull one back. It's too obvious then. Up. Yeah, three yeah. one. You think it's dead, and then it's the equivalent of getting two in the last ten minutes, and then a wacky injury time, isn't it? Like <laughs> basically, what I'm describing is this series being like Liverpool versus Newcastle. The first, yeah. <laughs> the proper one, the proper one. Yeah. Like, if it's going to resemble anything for that, because if we're talking about like those kind of big best of seven goal fests, um, like it, it very much resembles uh, resembles that. But I mean, I think I, I mean, I found this stuff funny that they did, and he got the reaction and the um, the chance for Kulkabana. I'm conflicted, Julian Chance. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I laughed more than anything yeah. else. I mean, it would be an amazing work if they had mm. Punk come out and like and fucking challenge Omega, and it was just like they decided that everyone decided just cooler heads prevailed and went. Do you know there's a load of money in At this? The end of the day, Matt, all he did is have a fight. It's not. Is it really? We built it up to be this big fucking thing. Some lads I mean, had a fight at a wrestling show. Let's all move on. It's happened come millions on. of times before, and JP, we covered it like that. That is spotlight. There's no alcohol inside, JP. It's just no. all fucking, you're all sober <laughs> as a sober judge, man. This is nuts. Two of which, folks. Come on. one of which is getting involved because one of the other blokes has paid for his fucking house and probably holds it over his head like a sword of Damocles. It's just all over fucking nonsense, isn't it? It's what is going on, Benno. Uh, 
game's gone. It's probably not happening. I don't think we'll ever see him. Nah, we never no. again. <laughs> but it would be fucking amazing if it happened. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. And yeah, the Chicago crowds are going to be like this now every yeah. time. Yeah. I'd just you're going to have to lean into it. I don't think it'll happen anywhere else. It'll just be Chicago and they'll just got to go with it. Because of this dynamic, I think for this match, it didn't need to be the complete work rate spot, well, the complete spot fest that it was more at the pay-per-view. You could play yeah, more into the orthodox definitely. heel face and therefore have a second hammer into the mix and stuff like that. Like there is, Which is there silly, is a, but the crowd were with them for it. I think it made it work. There is a clash of ideas there, though, I think, with like the hammer stuff. It's like, great match, great match, great match for 15 minutes, and then it's like, oh, now we've got to do the hammer finish. Mm. But like, you I need don't it, think, though, like, then, for the seven, you need matches. something, don't you? To be honest, because yeah. otherwise it will be the same. Week. But they're gonna, Every it's gonna, gonna be a wait till Matt Jackson gets all of it. Wait till his selling coming yeah. into the thing. He's gonna hammer it up so much. I agree with JP there. It'll be every week, every match, yeah. and I'm not hammering. You, oh, sorry, I love you with a hammer. Yeah, yeah it will be. Yeah. <laughs> it will be. I love it. They just they pretend wrestlers. That's their game. I love the books though. They like playing wrestlers. I just, I don't. I just. They were all loving sorry. getting to play heel. They were loving that. That was the oh, thing yeah. seeing that. They, 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 they don't often, well, they have got to do it. But here it's being properly embraced as kind of heels by the audience. I think they just sort of love it and play it up to. And I think it's actually like kind of good business, weirdly. It's like you, you want that bit of needle in the crowd. You want to have a, a Chicago crowd that if punk isn't there, that they'll turn up to boo the elite. As a result, you go, well, they're still paying customers then, aren't they? I was going to say, Ben, aren't they running Chicago every fucking three or four weeks anyway? Right. That's what's the... Don't think there's one for a while now. <laughs> is he sure? New yeah. York are fucking... The final while is a while more than a month. <laughs> yeah, I think that's if it. They're not oh, there for I don't think Jeff's passed out any longer than that yet. <laughs> give, him a, give him a few weeks. Oh, yeah, that is the role in it, Jeff, yeah. yeah. I did enjoy as well the other big chant from this crowd that I think you could hear later on was the TNA sucks chant. As yeah, soon as yeah. Garrett came out, talking, yeah. it was fucking audible, like massive chant of that. I was like, Whoa. they'll be running the fairgrounds or the asylum soon. Then will be. They'll be running baseball <laughs> fucking shows, minor league baseball in front of three hundred people. Oh. You'll buy TNA. That'll be the next thing. He needs another company. Um, impact yeah. under uh, Tony Khan's stewardship. Uh, but no, I overall I enjoyed this. Looking, I'm looking forward to how they come up with creative ways to to do these matches. Less looking forward to creative ways with which to use a hammer. But anywho, <laughs> uh, from there. Uh, just the two more matches to go, I suppose. Uh, there was the tag match, Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue um, against uh, TJ, Britt Baker and Jamie Hater. And he takes on this JP. The Jamie, the Jamie Hater stuff with Britt, we're going in the right direction finally. I we are. Finally. And it's the stuff that gets the reaction from the crowd. Like the cheer that came up when Rene Paquette said that Thunder Rosa is basically gone. Like it was just like fucking like a massive old chant of that because it was like properly they, they like Jamie Hater. And we're getting the Brit stuff, the idea of Brit handing of the title and stuff like we're at that point. But then they've they've done this very well. So we thought the term was going to happen ages ago to be Jamie Hater on Brit. But I'm kind of going, well, they could go either way here. It's got to really? be Brit on Jamie Hater. That's You'd imagine Brit on Jealousy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think it's good or the, and, it's, and Brit works better with Rebel. You don't want Rebel necessarily with Jamie no. Hater, do you? Um, mm. It's just the idea of keeping Brit as heel because there was a point in time when, as a face, she was kind of getting that bit. Or as that, they like the genuine. I know they like Brit, but the they generally like hater. Don't they like they've got behind yeah. it organically, like so. 
but that, it, uh, that reaction when the Thunder Rosa was announced as no longer the, the yeah, that was right. I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he was right, they had to do it, and they've given Tony Storm a proper reign now as yeah. well, haven't they? In the in the breath, not that it really matters. They're all is he gonna fuck it off every time now with the interim stuff over? I'd like, I like the interim title. Oh, yeah, you always like, you like it, don't you? I get it in terms of injury. Poor Ben, it's poor, it's poor. But what's wrong is. with it? What's the negative? It's just like, I just don't get it. Like, why? It's like, why do you, you need get to, to build be in... your because you get you get a champion in the meantime? Not saying that the, the negative is that, AW has enough champions, it should just but be a number one contenders match. Well, yeah. the problem is the execution in these in the in both of these cases, the main ones we've had the world title and this. Yeah. In an ideal world, you end up with a big match where it's the interim champion versus the champion, real champion. Champ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling yeah. a big match, aren't you? It's just a, it's a, it's an avenue to that. So I don't mind it. But um, oh. I will say, sorry, I did, I did actually skip something in the in the news bits. Um, as far as like things that happen on this match, these matches we said Orange Cassidy and Jake Hager was uh, was another match. I forgot we did get the House of Black back, uh, <laughs> and oh, he yeah. takes on uh, on their big uh, return. Tommy oh, Bellend is back. Fuck. He's uh, you know, oh. wonder what color socks he's wearing this week. He's there. Talked uh, that's interesting. I think that's interesting. Like the oh, he's like a fucking talks. chimney sweep. Yeah. Well, he had the five year contract, and they've just gone. No, you can't leave. And now he's just back on telly. <laughs> Presumably he's had peace talks with Tony Khan, and they're, they're going to be uh, exercising some of his law. Hopefully it goes better than the uh, the Fiend Lord has gone so far in WWE. That's something we didn't mention on Survivor Series as well. Oh. Like, I mean, that was hot. What's happened there? Like... Be all right, Ben. Be all right by Mania, that. Be all right by Mania and all that. Give it time. Give it time. Lost all Wyndham made the week off, was he? Was he fucking a bit knackered? Can't be going to <laughs> What fucking else is he doing other than having an argument with himself like his character is doing? <laughs> uh, that law stuff was on about some fucking psychiatrist and the rest of it, like it's fucking Moon Knight or something. There's Benji again, JP. Love it. Yeah, he worked up on the Bray Wyatt talk. He, he did. He's All a over. fan. He's a fan. Fuck about Definitely. it, Benj. <laughs> yeah, House of Black are back. I suppose. Yeah, there's not much to I, say. Back. Uh, what are they back to do? Trios? Are yeah, they going to just be like, if the it elite, was like, like building up Malachi, like, yeah, them versus the elite, and then what? Are they going to do Malachi Black possibly challenging for a title? Probably not. Not MJF, well, So far MJF. with him and Andrade, I don't know ex- why that would be the case. He went away, and I suppose the real test of it is, did anyone miss him? No, not really. Yeah, the crowd reacted, and they attacked the heels and the faces, but who, if it's more trio stuff, who gives a shit? Sorry. I don't... I, I, I'm not a big Tommy N guy, but I do think as like if they gave him some focus as a single mm. act, and it's whether you can carve out some time on this TV to do it. Right. He's over enough, and he's got you know he's worth more than what they've done with him. Despite yeah. my own personal, you know, take on him as a I human don't mind. Like, I think he was he was at least right about that. That like you know while he's been on TV, while House of Black have been on TV, there was obviously more worth you you, you could have got out of him. Especially you know, remember the Cody feud, how hot he was when he came in, yeah. and then it was you know. On the on the uh, on the uh, on the running track with everyone else, isn't it? It's going Cody feuditis, though, isn't it? There was that was happening to everyone on a Cody feud where they just kind of would lose it after a while. For it. I mean, I just think if he did end up in WWE and they had his entrance back, like it would be one of those things where he immediately starts to feel like he means more because it's almost been like he's defined by that. So his AEW run does feel like a kind of knockoff of it for me, mm. but um. Can I be excited by it? It's just like, I don't know. I'm at the point where all of these people I kind of thought are pretty, you know, I'd be excited to see an AW. It would be great to see how they're used. It's like I've seen it now and it's not turned out as great as I think it thought it would be. So 
I take everything with an enormous pinch of salt. Mm. If it leads to trio stuff, it's just almost like my default. It will be JP. Go that's what's going to happen. That's and all I, that's gonna and happen. I hate the fucking belts. And I hate the, the idea. Of like, because we were talking about the women's match. The idea of women's tag team belts mm. would actually be a better thing for them to have. And I know this sounds like loony idea, another title belt. If you could replace it, just because the women's tag team belts would give stories for the women, but in a different kind of dynamic. And that's something that they don't have. And I think there were times, I was just going to say, I thought Sky Blue seemed to be much more improved from when I'd seen her wrestling before her, her and Willow Knight in game. Right, but if you gave me a one-to-one choice, do I want to see the, the Elite versus Death Triangle or do I want to see this match? I mean, no, come on. I know. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, <laughs> I don't think I want to see women's tag Death Triangle Elite doesn't need fucking titles. Like, that would yeah. be the only Just comfort. Thing, yeah, I yeah I, I agree with that. I'm with JP um, and the trio's belt. Uh, going from there, main event, uh, another belt. Uh, ROH, uh, where Jack <laughs> uh, Ishii versus uh, Jericho. Annoyingly good, this wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Jericho like, has, has such a hot and cold year, has right. he? He's but pulled the wool over everyone's eyes in, Ben, of Jericho. It's Jericho. overkill for me, yeah? He's pulled the wool and everyone's fallen for it, la. Honestly, but that's, he's a master, though. He's a master at that. He's got away with it for so many fucking years doing it that he's never going to stop. He's never going to stop doing it. He spent this year, he's Triple H in 2000, yeah. You know, everyone says Triple H at that all time 2000. It's like, okay, who did he work? Benoit, Angle. Like this year, Jericho is like, oh, yeah, Brian, do you want to be involved in the Jericho? <laughs> yeah, he's not oh, yeah, you can be involved. Like, <laughs> even working Cesaro, final battle, you know, he knows what he's doing. Ishii, even like this was a prototypical Ishii match. Like it was like, if you'd never seen Ishii before, like the, the only negative is he doesn't win a fucking match in AEW, but like the, uh, <laughs> it works with DC character, doesn't it? I remember falling in love with him at the uh, I think it was the 2013 G1, maybe the 2014 yeah. G1, the AJ one, where it was like you barely want to fuck it there, and that's the that's the Ishii gimmick. He's the you know as the underdog, you can get away with it. And like yeah, if this was people's first uh, impression of him, you'd have, you'd absolutely come away loving him. Um, yeah, I thought this was great. You know, I think Jericho getting busted open made it. Made did it he blade his there. tits, Did he blade he them? Did he blade? Like, I've read that he bladed. He bladed, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, like, okay. he's fair play like to him. Like, fair play to him. Like, uh, maybe on there, but like, yeah, he did blade his tits. And I made yeah. a joke earlier on about the only other person who'd ever think of that being a thing would be you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love. I loved it as a match. Just watching. <laughs> I'd go four stars on it. Um, how about you, JP? I thought it was a great, uh, great TV main event. Um, I, yeah, I didn't put my rating in. It was sort of three point seven five because I, I again thought it was like a a cracking match the, with Jericho. At times, there's like <clears throat> there's the annoyance I have about the kind of way that he's booking himself at his age, and then there's the kind of incredulity because I, for some reason, a part of my brief of this show of the last like couple of years has been effectively watching a lot of fifty year old men wrestle. And he is in the top echelon of those 50-year-old men. That can't be forgotten. Like, no. the stuff he's doing at his age, in the shape he's play to that, yeah. on a weekly fucking basis as yeah, well. Yeah. He's wrestling every week. is fine. I thought, actually, the stuff with him on Rampage and him and Claudio was actually, like, kind of classic setup for final battle stuff that I thought was actually was actually quite good of, mm-hmm. uh, of him coming out. But... I think the fact he bladed just gave this match kind of something else. Like, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't go, yeah, like I say, you know, 3.75 is where I'd be for this because it's kind of at the top end of a 
of kind of a prototypical Ishii match, which did have the interesting kind of, they mentioned, and I don't know how much people got into it, but Ishii being a young boy in Tenru's promotion war, for example. War, yeah. 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 No, casual audiences went, you fucking what? Right. Switch, get it. TNT, TBS now, put it on now. We're watching it. We're not watching <laughs> the football, the basketball, turn it off. Mentioning fucking Tenru's old promotions. That's a flashback we'll do one day. We'll look some war. That's on the drive there, boys. Fucking some war, I think. Just random, like, cards on the same show as, like, Liger and fucking Ishii's on there. And, like you say, Jericho and Lance Storm are coming over. It was just fucking, yeah, yeah it was a mishmash of uh, wild 90s wrestling. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. But right. yeah, I thought it was a great main event. Tapped off a great show. I thought it was a really good dynamite. <laughs> But like there was a there was a point maybe about three weeks ago where I was really high on a couple of dynamites in a row. This was hitting that level again. Um, I hope you can keep it up. Uh, rating wasn't great um, in the uh, eight hundred thousand range. Don't know if you've uh, you've seen that tonight, JP uh, Brandon Thurston. But I'll, I'd be interested what what an Ishii main event was the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, I wonder if that's <laughs> the responsible get to the, uh, why you probably put it on there. Hours. Yeah, there is a there is a, a an issue there, but yeah, it's um you know there is a not a concerning pattern right now with that, and this is the night before Thanksgiving. You know, it is what it is. Eight hundred eighty thousand viewers, point three two, and mm. the uh, in the demo JP. Um, yeah, it's kind When's of. Last a, time they done a mill then? The Have they done done a mill recently? I, I generally don't know. Mm, couple of months. You've been going back a little while. I think maybe about like yeah, about two. So when CM ago. Punk was there, Ben, is that what what it was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> uh, look oh, at it, uh, Brandon's uh, uh, flow chart here, my good friend. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Six, seven weeks ago was the, uh, the last night. Eight weeks ago, I think it was. Oh, fair play. Um, so there we go. But yeah, uh, behind uh, college basketball, NBA courtside, all of that good stuff. But yeah, um, I'll say that we do have the quarter hours. Uh, 809,000 for Ishii in the main event. Ticked up from 750 for the uh, the quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarter before, so there you go. You got uh, something there. Um, that wrestling yeah, and romance yeah. bounce. They were all over it, weren't they? They wanted that war bounce, and that's what yeah, that's it, JP. Intrigue. Yeah. <laughs> and they set up for a hustle bounce and have Kawada dressed up as some sort of fucking emperor or whatever it is. They used well, to they've set that Beno, they've set that fresh one up, haven't they? Cesaro and Jericho for final battle. <laughs> that fresh well, that was rampage, yeah. Match. Fuck it, <laughs> I didn't realize on the night, but there was a dodgy stream of rampage going around live, like you know, the way fight leave it running sometimes. Um, I saw a few screenshots of it, like some people should be watching it. I don't know, you uh, you managed to get to it. There is times when I do think with Rampage, especially when it's been a good Dynamite, and I'm, this is just me, because my sleep pattern's been fucked this week. I've, you know, barely barely slept since I got home. But I was up anyway. I was like, oh, I could I could probably watch another hour of Rampage. And then by the time we got to Friday, I was like, I don't really care about Rampage anymore. Um, but well, it was yeah, better that was than fucking mistake. England, USA, mate. I think that was the only blessed relief <laughs> for a lot of people. It was on at nine o'clock over here for that afternoon. We thought that was at a... A killer Friday night lineup, uh, the weekend show, followed by England USA, followed by Rampage, and then my internet shit, my PC shit the bed. So uh, the weekend show didn't go very well. England USA drew nil nil, and then Rampage was Rampage. Uh, Why was it at nine o'clock? I- Rampage. It was because of Thanksgiving, so they were on. Oh, the put it on there. Uh, okay, in America, yeah. yeah. But I thought it was a solid Rampage lineup. I thought I FDR did. and Top Flight was all right. Um, yeah. I think there's a there's a ceiling for Top Flight. No, Ben, but... Ben, no, sorry, who was that you mentioned? Who was that first tag team? FDR. Oh. FDR. They're getting a push because they've got belts, they've got props, so they're oh, they still it's, going, uh, yeah. The hottest, on the the hottest tag team yeah. in the world, and they're like, they just got fucking, you know, maybe that's well, me as a, even a casual. 
they're working the kingdom of final battle, so you know you'll be into that. That's, I'll be uh, good that like that, like, I'll be the fucking sound that one. <laughs> You're the only one excited for that. <laughs> I know I keep Jamie Ann for that one. That's a good one. That. Uh, I don't know if that's official yet or it's just the uh, the rumor, but I believe that's uh, that's where they're headed for that. Yeah, then the top flight was decent. Um, I think Dante Martin's clearly got a higher ceiling than his uh, than his brother. Um, I think as he's been out a long he's another time. one. Yeah, they lost the thread with them, didn't they? Because of injury stuff, and I know twice where really. he went out twice yeah, in, didn't he? Two big ones mm, as well, yeah. Bad car accident. Bad luck, that, that yeah. Shocking yeah. that, yeah. Hope he's here. Uh, yeah, he's all right now. I'll blow through this quickly, and then you can give your thoughts, AP. I thought that was all right. Thought Darby and Anthony Henry felt like that was a weird one that apparently they've been building on dark or whatever, and Anthony Henry was dressed like Bizarro Darby Allen. It felt like Darby Allen trying to get his mates over um, and maybe not quite succeeding. That was odd. Mm. And seeing uh, J.D. Drake, uh, Avon Bold with the uh, the big man in Germany, interacting with Sting, that was just strange uh, to see. Uh, Sheeder and Amanita was was all right. Uh, it was like a minute long. Uh, didn't think much of Amanita. And yeah, the Dark Order angle that ended things. Yeah, was it as gross as it sounded on paper? I still think it's weird using man and one to a... Uh, Negative one to, uh, to Jack get Harry Kane. Yeah. Jack Harry Kane. That's what he looks <laughs> like. Sorry, I'm not Was it that. worth, JP? You know, you always say about Wheelie Eastman and Daniel Garcia. Was it worth like 300 hours of our investment in these backstage Roosh, Matt Hardy, and whoever else Andrade segments to get to this point of the Big Ten heel push. Like, will we even see him again? Like, he won't be on TV now for another six weeks, will he? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> who's benefit from this? Yeah, he's, he's going from being a guy, like, he'd just be another background guy in a stable where, because he's, he's big, but he's not that big. And I've mm. seen him work a good few matches. At this point, 10 Preston Vance, and he's... Mm. He's only shown kind of like quite limited upside. If again you put him in a promotion like Impact, he'd probably go over an absolute tree. It's just here you think you'll be lost in the shuffle. Is he a wrestler, JP? Is he? Is he a wrestler? He is. Well, it's kind of like he's not quite big enough to be a hoss, right? He doesn't feel like he's probably the same size as Wardlow, but Wardlow feels so much more impressively athletic, or Hobbs, who's just so much more bigger than him. Yeah, and it's like he does a lariat, and most of his matches, they've always liked him. He's been around since like the very beginning. I just don't think it's ever going to really connect with him. I don't see a point where he develops like a big personality because in the end, he looks like he has a per- personality rather like Harry Kane's. So I don't expect it to be. <laughs> That's your Arsenal bitterness coming out there, uh, JP. Come he was on. an Arsenal fan growing up. The fucking leave G- off Harold. Um, <laughs> Uh, so we're kind of going to general, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I know Michael Owen was a big Everton fan, and I think it was him who said, uh, try, try being called a fucking wanker by 30 odd thousand people on a weekly basis. And you'll probably, after a while, start to think, oh, I wasn't maybe right in my childhood. But <laughs> do I think it'll work? No, because Andrade's got to come back in. Where does he fit in with this? Like, Roosh as well. Like, I don't know, he's being bigged up a lot of the time on on commentary um like by uh by jim ross and i i don't know why it's a glorious piss take i'm gonna enjoy it for as as long as it is but we aren't that far away from downing tools territory like you you watch he'll he'll wait around a bit there'll be some row he'll want to do triple a and he'll just fuck off he'll he'll it's bandido still there we yeah. just signed is he gone brought him into losing the tournament <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, there as well 
on Rampage. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah, fucking. It's every weekend. Even he was shocked when he got that contract. I hope. It's hilarious. <laughs> He had a good match signing him. Calm down, fucking <laughs> Christ. He had a good match. Was Paige of... on it, Benno? Was Paige on it? As in today? No, she wasn't on the show. No, not no, even no. a backstage, no? No, 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 no Rampage. No. The, other, the other backstage thing with uh, with Tony Storm, where he's got like two black eyes from the... Uh, the oh, seen that, yeah. Seen the picture of that, yeah. Rough, yeah that. That. Um, that was a highlight. I will say, as a clarification, by the way, the, uh, the dynamite bump for Ishii, there was a bump. But I was looking at the wrong number. It was eight forty to eight eighty. But there's still there's still those war viewers out there who are uh, tuning in. Intrigue, yeah, and war. Typical dynamite, though. Yeah, a million opening segment down to uh, eight hundred thousand for the uh, the rest of the show. But pretty uh, pretty standard across the board. But yeah, any other thoughts on AEW Rampage or otherwise, JP? No, I think let's see what happens over the next like kind of if. It's wait and see what happens on the or what happens on the way to revolution. What is the big match they're going for there? Mm. How are they going to get there? Are they going to do? It just feels to me like they're trying to just push a lot of people who've been around with the company that bit longer, and they're trying to move them up a bit. So I'm I'm kind of intrigued. I, I think to myself, you know, I'm definitely... MJF over coming on Wednesday. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, that'll be good. That. That'll, be that'll be good. Be good. Mm. Mm. And will Regal be around? That's the other uh, other question. I guess we'll uh, we'll find out. But yeah, that kind of wraps up our uh, our AEW talk. We'll get into some uh, odds and ends of uh, of other stuff we've been watching. This was where we were going to do the Teddy Hart thing, but that's, uh, that was a while ago now. Um, oh, we did not start. Spoiler: the man's a cunt. Honestly, <laughs> I know people don't like. like I feel say apologies to Karen Peterson in advance. I know he doesn't like that word, but there's no other word to describe him. He's he's a vile fucking human being. That is what. Yeah, man sorry. Is. But uh, yeah, we didn't get a chance to cover Impact last week just because of so much mm. else going on. I was uh, flying back, etc. But yeah, Matty, I know you uh, you caught the uh, the show. I know you had just a, the, what a, what a great, It's another great uh, another great Impact show. Just the great Slamovich last woman standing for me, boys. I thought that was fucking brilliant. The the match before we seen the, the month before JP wasn't it? It's was better than was the Bound for Glory match was. I'd say no, it wasn't. But they were both amazing, JP. Really, like Jordan Grace, as we keep saying, this is how we want to see it, isn't it? We want to see it having these matches month after month. Yeah. The, uh, Slamovich, she done one with her PWG in between it, if I'm not uh, mistaken yeah. as well, which I'll be getting when it comes out, obviously. I'll be main man, Pat. What's that? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I'll look already... to about it next summer. He messaged no, he messaged me the other day saying uh, before I guess before Christmas that he'd be getting the latest ones. And as you say, probably about six months ago, JP, that one. Between reading out all the matches coming up, yeah. But no, just this, mate. Honest, I thought this match was really fucking good. Like so fucking good. The spots they done, laid it in, the selling of a uh, Slamovich all mm. throughout. Just thought it was Really good, and this one is a uh, ended the feud now, hasn't it? JP and the uh, deal move on from each other now, which is yeah, you know, it is it's what it is. But of course, it was fucking brilliant, honestly. I didn't see this. I mean, I skipped through bits of the beginning. The part of the thing that put me off is it felt like it was a very small crowd for this. It didn't feel like it was the loudest. Was it? Was the room like? Was it livelier for this match? Yeah, they got into this one, JP. Yeah, okay. definitely, they got into this one, and it was a uh, yeah, definitely it, did like. It's now part of that impact pay-per-view thing that we expect of good Josh Alexander title defence, good women's match with Jordan Grace, good X-Division match. That's mm, the base you, what you should do, JP, yeah, yeah, definitely. If you've got those three, 
on on an impact card, it kind of makes it worthwhile watching. Mm. Yeah. Do you catch up with any of this, JP? Is there anything else you've, uh, you've been um, watching this week? I didn't know. I haven't. Um, I spent too much time in the world of Teddy Hart, which was fucking awful. I don't ever really want to mention the cunt again because as funny as it seems, particularly on problematic pro wrestling, where he was like a focal part, him and Invader too. Like, or if, <laughs> coming, in, coming into progress, you can see where I was going with this as well. Um, no, I didn't, um, like, I haven't seen anything else this week. I might, there's a load of Tales of the Territories that I do need to catch up on. And I think Stampede was one of them. It might have been the last episode last week. So I do need to kind of go back on that. And I look forward that to it. The death ratings wise. I think there'll be the second series of that, mate. I think it's done. No. Get it in while you can. Legends <laughs> of Roundtable. That's all it is. It's just Legends of Roundtable stuff without yeah. any of the kind of like intrigue of it as well. But no. I've been watching a few old stuff, Ben, over here. If I can yeah, that so it like, yeah, go for yeah, it. We had uh, watching, you know, on the network, they've been uploading superstars each year. So they're up to like a. Uh, March 96 now, so the filler 96 up, and that doesn't it end in like 96, 97, if I'm not mistaken. Superstars, it's yeah, coming it's to the end yeah. of the run. All superstars in 97, 96, I remember being a big part of me fandom, like the, the Sean run, uh, yeah. 95, 96, but yeah, I think it does disappear. Uh, well, Michael's yeah. been funny, you mentioned them there, or my thing that's a bit early. Shotgun what? starts is obviously a thing. Shotgun's yeah. next in 97, January 97, I think that is. But on this Superstars, I watched Shawn Michaels, funny you just mentioned that, had a match with Shinobi, which is Al Snow. Do you remember, remember that, that short run gimmick? You a few gimmicks during that period. Lee yeah. Tassley as well. Wait, but wait. JP, it's fucking brilliant. you got Owen Hart with him and Jim Cornette, right? And they have like about a seven, eight minute match and it's sound. And obviously Michaels gets the win with a sweet chin. But then soon as the match ends, Owen Hart runs in, right? Attacks Michaels. Michaels gets the upper hand. It's a sunset flip on him. And the referee pins in down to the mat, right? <laughs> and then Jim Cornette comes in. And Michaels hits him with his tennis racket. And then he pins Jim Cornette. But the fans, JP, it's like an old school, like, proper house show, like, you know, little campy bit at the end. But the yeah. fans are going absolutely bananas for it. It's just fucking... Michaels loved throwing them in, didn't he? He loved throwing them oh, in, like, you know, cheesy, that... like, little... Boss, that little really period good. like was the most I was ever into Shawn Michaels, and I distinctly remember that match being advertised for superstars. And like me and me little Brian and our Peter be watching it because I would have been twelve and he would have been ten, going, "But this is a new wrestler. Like they don't bring rest new wrestlers in and then and then have them lose. Shawn Michaels is going to lose. He's going to yeah. lose them, you know." <laughs> No, he didn't. <laughs> um, but I think but yeah. he, fight, he fights like a knowledge right? of the Ohio independent wrestling scene was poor. <laughs> 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 well, Michael's uh, a throw these old. He'd throw these old things in, wouldn't he? Where like, I think he fights Jimmy Del Rey on a roar, and like, there's that famous mm. clip where he jumps into the crowd and he sits on the two wooden chairs, just like chilling and that. He's right, boss, yeah. really. He's Yoko one, like, yeah. When he like grabs Yoko's ass and he's like messing yeah. with him. And <laughs> it's, it's the fans yeah. love it though. He knows what he's doing. It's fucking yeah, great I love stuff, that like, Yeah, boss, that'd be a fun mixtape. That yeah, sure. In '96, the yeah. Uh... The, the TV matches now, yeah, like the little there, superstars. Yo, There's a one, two, three kid one on superstars, I think, and that's fucking good. Oh, yeah. About 96. And a Ginetti oh, one. Mixtape. Sean yeah, Waltman yeah. the mixtape. We could uh, could do that one day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we need to get back to month one. I want to do uh, the first couple of months of Raw. I know it's a, a couple of years before that, obviously, but like just to see and what January, we're... January. Uh, <laughs> <20 years laughs> <Ring-a-king. coughs> there you go. So it's a ring-a-king. <laughs> 
maybe. January for Raw, 100%, boys. It's got to be done. 20 years. It's perfect. 30 years, sorry. 30 years, 20 years. It's going to be another Montreal one, JP. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Is it it Michaels v Max Moon on the first Raw? I'm sure it is, you know. Yeah, I think that's in the the lineup. Yeah. No, it's Paul Diamond, isn't it? It's Paul Diamond. Diamond, Conan did it the one time in the costume. Undertaker's in the main event, though. Is he Bigelow? He's fighting Undertaker against some job out in it. What's his name? Oh, is he? You always see his name everywhere. It's like it's one of those good trivia questions you'll get in a quiz. What was Damien Demento? That's a, uh, oh, Damien Demento, all right. You need to look that up, do you? That. Uh, yeah. That'll come up in a quiz. It'll be useful one day for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> you host yeah, that quiz, bro. You're winning it, mate. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe when AW comes to the UK, who knows? Um, but uh, <laughs> anything else, Matt? Anything else you've, uh, you've been watching? No, I've just been, as I say, flicking through the, the drive and the WSW Deep Cut uh, drive I've got, boys, and there's just some random, like, I just pick a month and just, but JP, I need to, oh, I've got all the, most of Japan's footage on these drives, so shoot me some matches, because on a Friday night or a Saturday night, if I'm just chilling, I'll just throw a couple on, like, and just just dive in, or if anyone's got any suggestions. People have been messaging me with a few suggestions, but it's more the uh, the two obvious ones, like the, you know, the the four pillars and all that. I've got like FMW and I want to watch stuff like that. Yeah. A bit ran, bit more random. Do you know what I mean? But appreciate all the suggestions. Like good stuff. Keep them coming. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then else, JP, and else you want to mention? Um, other than the fact we'll be finishing off. Um, what in terms of wrestling wise, are we going into plugs? Yeah, I forgot that. Oh, okay. Plugs wise, I'll be uh, me and WH will be finishing off on Andor this week, which came to its its big conclusion. I know you two have been loving it in particular. Um, but this part, part in, 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 episode seven to yeah. thirty-seven. There, I'm in fraud, JP. It's <laughs> it's the last two episodes, eleven and twelve. Because obviously, WH was away um, with yourself at uh, the uh, pay per view, and in, in you were trying to tell me on Andor. Right, it meet up. <laughs> it's fucking great, honestly. So we're finishing up on that. Hopefully, as well next week. Fingers crossed. Doing uh, another episode of the Karen Peterson Show, where we're going to be talking about historic crossover trip to Japan. In terms of, uh, she went to see Noah for the first time, but also obviously a lot of stuff in the build up to it. I mean, I spoke about it last week and I really enjoyed it as a show. I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. So uh, I'd be fascinated to know sort of like, uh, yeah, live thoughts on that and then catch up on probably some stuff, see if she's, um, how much she's seen of uh, Super Junior Tag League and World Tag League as well. So yeah, there'll be that. Then obviously we've got the show coming up on Wednesday. Well, That's it, yeah. We're recording yeah, on we'll, Wednesday. Yeah, I'll we'll get it up that night. It'll be sound. So, yeah, Brett and WCW are upcoming. We've got Connor's King of the Mountain Choice coming up, which uh, mm-hmm. listeners to the extended version of this podcast might have a, a hint of what it is uh, so far. You can yeah. also really can't wait for that. Cannot wait yeah. for that. Like, might be something in Matty's wheelhouse, but we'll make the initial announcement. Uh, but uh, we get uh, if you want the extended version of this podcast, by the way, we did spend 45 minutes before the show talking complete bollocks. Um, so you can get a uh, extra bollocks uh, if you want uh, at patreon.com. There you go, this is Alan Big JB. Extra bollocks. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't want it? <laughs> That's all everyone chats these days is bollocks, so we're fitting in there, boys. Well, well, aren't we? Look, it's been the secret to our uh, mild success on Patreon. So let's, uh, <laughs> keep it Plus, Matthew's to do a, three, a through the keyhole video where reveal of my plot. But I'm uh, convinced <laughs> somewhere. So there you go. Look forward to that, folks. But yeah, I think that uh, that wraps us up uh, for another week. So we'll be back next week uh, with more fun. But in the meantime, folks, have a great week. 
and we'll catch you again soon. In a bit. Bye.